Hello and welcome everyone, all the lads, back to On The Esky, uh, sports podcast where we wrap up all the week in sport, have a few beers and talk some dribble. Billies, you Sorry. Eight o'clock in the morning here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Me and Monks are cracking one open, but uh, what have we got planned for today? <laughs> uh, cricket, T20, of course the World Cup is deep into its tournaments. We've got the week nine of the NFL come up with lots of news. Uh, massive uh, UFC pay-per-view coming up as mm-hmm. well, 268, well, as well as looking at back at 267 from the yeah, weekend. The back-to-back. Back. Mm-hmm. And then a whole bunch of other sports. Um, we'll see how we go. There's the NBA, EPL, and Champions League, of course. Um, uh, plus a bunch of other things as well, like local sports, and a bit of AFL and NRL news. A bit off-season. Yeah. But it's off-season as well. As always, uh, there's timestamps throughout, so you can jump into the sports you want to listen to. Otherwise, if you like this content, please consider subscribing and giving us a follow on the Instagram. Uh, we also love comments and give us some likes as well. Wouldn't mind some posts on the Instagram too, Max. Uh, <laughs> obviously, been a busy week for everyone. Uh, our real jobs getting in the way of our, yeah, our, so of our podcasting. Yes. Yes, definitely. We'll have to yeah get back onto that. <laughs> <laughs> Busy time of the year. Busy time of the year. Yes, yes. Yes. And with with that, lads, I think we should get stuck into shout a beer. Um, Monks, would you like to go first? Yep. Yeah. Sure. So this week, I'm going to shout a beer to our very own Aussie Lucas Herbert. Uh, he won his first PGA um, in his just just his nineteenth start. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the uh, um, Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Butterfield. Um, in Port Royal, um, over there in Bermuda. So Bermuda, <laughs> yeah, in the triangle. That's it. A few golf yeah. balls going missing over there, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> I'd definitely lose a lot. Um, <laughs> Lucas obviously didn't. Uh, no. First win. Yeah, that's it. Um, came in 15 under par, um, beat out uh, Danny Lee and Patrick Reed, and pocketed a cool 1.2 mil US. Yeah. Uh, only 25 years old as well, so... He's uh, he looks like a wise twenty five. I'm going to put that, <laughs> put it that, that nicely. Uh, yeah, He's look. been out in the sun, played a lot of golf. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Hey, but good Weathered. on him. He's, he's cracked the top fifty yeah. in the rankings, and it's another Aussie uh, on the scene. So that's it. Good, yeah. To along uh, along with Leishman and Cam Smith, we've got some really uh, top flight uh, golfers now. So yeah, that's it. Good on him. Yeah, good on him. Sean, who are you shouting a beer? I'm sure they've had plenty. Uh, one more wouldn't hurt. Yeah, well, I think they've had plenty of champagne is what you're talking about. Yeah. The, the Atlanta Braves uh, actually won the World Series. I think they did it 4-1 from memory. They uh, went right through the Astros. Uh, it is their first World Series since 1995 and first real big for Atlanta in a while as well, I think, yeah, in the major sports. Uh, Falcons, other than blowing a lead in the Super Bowl. Hawks haven't done much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so big win for... For the state of Georgia. Yes. So, of course, uh, great to see them get the win in this. And, you know. Apparently all of America was going for them because <laughs> Houston have won a few of yeah, late. They, they've been, they've, I think they won two years ago and they've been in a couple others in Lost as well recently. Yep. Yep. Um, but, you know, they've everyone's against Texas. <laughs> and, 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 you know, those teams, yeah, America's teams down in Texas. So, yeah, I think it's uh, pretty good. Happy the Braves win. Um, and we'll take it from there. I'll shout. I'll shout another uh, winner. I don't know if the horse book can uh, can drink beer, but uh, I'm sure J- James <laughs> McDonald and the uh, the owners might be able to. Very elegant, uh, winning uh, the world's uh, actually the second richest race on turf these days uh, after the Everest. Uh, very elegant, winning the Melbourne Cup. Uh, punters getting on at about sixteen to eighteen bucks, depending on when you got in. 
uh, yeah. a, a ripping horse and uh, come down that that straight at Flemington. Uh, like we've got shot out of a gun uh, and a few uh, of the boys had a little win on it, including myself. Um, so nice. no uh, wheat bix for dinner this week. And <laughs> yeah, a great horse knocking off uh, incentivize uh, the shortest uh, price favourite since Maccabi Diva. So J-Mac and the team, uh, yeah, very elegant. Good on you. Chris Waller, et cetera, et cetera. Good one. <laughs> so I think it's time for us to get stuck into the cricket with the T20 coming Oh, well, the T20 World Cup coming closer to a resolution in the, the Super 12 when we get yeah, some semi-finals. Yeah, I think we've got five games to go as of recording. Saturday morning here mm-hmm. yeah. on, a, on a beer at 20 to 8 in the fucking morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's let's get stuck into uh, the game since the last pod. Yeah, uh, the how, we- how did we get to this point? We'll start with group. We'll just work all through Group A and then into Group B. Yep. Uh, so the West Indies beat Bangladesh by three runs in, in a um, one of the – Closer encounters so far. Uh, it was Nicholas Puran who uh, batted down the order. I think it's seven. Uh, and he smashed 40 off 22 uh, to set them up for 142. And uh, the Bangladeshis, they uh, just fell short. Uh, the wickets shared there between the West Indies and um, essentially knocking Bangladesh out of the tournament uh, at that stage. Uh, moving into the next game, uh, South Africa defeated Sri Lanka by four wickets uh, to keep their reasonable tournament rolling. Uh, Quinn and de Kock back in this game. Uh, lots of noise around him, obviously, last week. Uh, and then uh, the big one uh, for us um, was us getting absolutely destroyed by, by England, quite frankly, by eight wickets. Uh, Bunks, if you wouldn't mind bringing that scoreboard up uh, on the screen for us. Uh, they are just a class above in white ball cricket. And I don't know if it's these decks over there in the UAE, but we, we can't seem to score big scores over there. Finch, you know, mm. under a runner ball, 44, just sort of, you know, chipping it around. We never really got going. Warner Smith, uh, Maxwell Stoinis, um the palms were all over us, boys. Yeah. Did you catch the highlights yeah. on this one? This it, this was a late one on a Thursday night, I think. So, uh, was it, no, this was late sun, Sunday night. Mm. So uh, hard hard for live viewing. Yeah, I think you summed it, it up pretty bit. well, Peps. <coughs> the scoring, uh, of course, an issue. Finch tried his best to keep us in that. Um, I, I think last week I was talking about, uh, are we worried about someone like Maxwell's form at the moment? Uh, um well, we weren't. We, we weren't. We weren't going into this and hasn't really fired. We were worried about Davey Warner's form. He scored yeah. runs, obviously, in the game before. Um, we just, we're just a class below them. They're white ball cricket, it's, it's their, their forte. Mm. Josh Butler is an absolute machine. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's out there making it look very easy. Uh, hit 71 knots, striking at 221. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just a class above, and you'd think um, – Along with Pakistan, I guess we'll get to them in a second. Yeah, red, that was hot. Red hot. That was going to be my point. Out. Yeah, yeah. It looks like India and not India, uh, England and uh, Pakistan are the the favourites. They're the two more complete sides and a step above everyone else currently in this tournament. So. It seems like it, but as well, it's cricket. Anything can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and especially T Twenty, like <laughs> anything can happen in twenty overs. England backed it up. The next game against Sri Lanka, uh, it was they actually Sri Lanka put up a good fight. In, uh, in that one there. Uh, and then the next game, South Africa defeated Bangladesh. So South Africa really uh, p- causing a problem here for the Aussies. We did beat them in the opening game uh, yep. unconvincingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that set up a big clash for us. Uh, thurs- this one was Thursday night um, mm-hmm. against Bangladesh and we took care of business, uh, sk- them. skittled them for 70-odd. For 
Um, and Adam Zampa, I think, uh, took a fifer, uh, and it was the best bowling figures uh, in a T20 by an Australian ever. So shout out to Zamps in that one. Did you see um, Zamps getting stuck into Wade about dropping his hat trick ball? <laughs> no, I, I did see the drop. I didn't the, see what, what yeah. was the, uh, the the hot mic um, caught Zampa getting stuck into him. What did he say? Uh, I think he he said something along the lines of uh, "How did you drop that?" And he said, "And Wade just apologized, like sorry, mate." Mm. And I think Zampa went back and was like, "That was harder than the last one." Uh, that's all. <laughs> it was easier than the last one. Do you mean? Or oh e- yeah, easier it, than the last one. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. yeah. It's always the easy ones. Yeah, because <laughs> nah, the pressure on the easy ones. Yeah, the pressure. Well, yeah. Well, there's yeah pressure on the easy ones and being the hat trick ball. But anyway. So I got some stats here for us. So yeah, Ashton uh, Ager was five for nineteen. Oh, sorry, Zampa was five for nineteen. Yeah. Ager back in oh March this year, this year um, against New this Zealand. Year he took that six far. Yeah, you know what it was best best at a T Twenty World Cup was the graphic that I saw. Yeah, sorry go. to <laughs> to Ashton Ager uh, missing missing out a little bit in this this tournament too. Yeah. But it was actually really good. They did really well on there because that bumped our run rate up well, we, significantly. We were, we were negative. like negative seven going into this, and now uh, amongst I don't know we're making you work overtime. Yeah. What are we? We're, we're positive one. Positive one. So yep. flipped it completely. Flipped it on its head, and actually meant that we jumped South Africa. So if the tournament yeah. was to finish now. And we'd be in the semis. Yep. Problem is, there's two big games coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I d- we'll just quickly mention that Sri Lanka beat the West Indies, but both those teams are, are Dunskies. Yep. Speaking of the West Indies, we've got a big, big clash with them. It's pr- it's it's not must win, but a, a, w- a win would be good, and then we don't have to worry about well, the, about the superlatives. What could happen? Yeah, well, we, we could, well, yeah. if we don't win, we don't also don't want to be flogged. Because then that run rate we're just talking about comes in back into exactly. play. So what's South Africa? 0. 0.7. 0. 0.7. So they're only just behind us. So yeah. we really need the Poms to do us a favour and just and just smoke them and just and just smoke them. Well, I suppose we play first, so we need to do ourselves a favour and just win the fucking game. And then you pretty much, unless some kind of miracle flogging of England occurs, then then we're home. Yeah. It's interesting that net run rate goes over head to head. In terms of splitting teams, yeah. that's that's tie always breakers. been the yeah the preferred method of of tie breaking. Mm. Uh, I mm. feel like if you've beaten that side, that should be uh, the the tie breaking method. But alas, it's it's uh it's a World Cup, and that's the way that that it goes. It's cutthroat, uh, and every yeah. everything points to tomorrow night with uh with I'll, us taking on the Windies. I'll say I reckon the reason for that is it potentially brings in those lower teams within the uh, in the groups. So if you you know, win, say, your three matches against the lower teams. Mm. Potentially, hey, you've got uh, a good run rate. And then if you sneak one one game against the the top teams, then, hey, you can get through into the group. I think it brings them into a bit more than the head-to-head because um, they'll probably lose to all the top teams but then win to the lower teams. So then the head-to-head doesn't really help them. Whereas the run rate in that scenario potentially may help them a little bit more. Yeah, poss- possibly. I can see the, the reasoning there. I, I just feel... You'd, you'd feel hard done by if South Africa were to go through and we were to miss out having beaten, beaten, them. beaten yeah. them. But yeah. I suppose to that as well, like, it's just make sure that you've got to score as many runs as quick as possible. And, yeah, it, it, entertaining enc- uh, it, it encourages yeah. ent- Scoring. entertaining cricket. <laughs> I don't know how entertaining an eight-wicket demolition of Bangladesh well, yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Aussie's in- innings was over in, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, 15, England, 20, but yeah. England, I think, won their match against Scotland in six overs. Was it six overs? Yeah, they they six point three to get eighty nine against Scotland. 
Actually, no, in- India. India, India, yeah, India. Today, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Why do I keep confusing India and England? I don't know. It's like they're both uh, better cricketing nations than us that we hate equally. Yes. Shout out to any of our Indian listeners. Uh, You guys are pretty good, but we do still hate you. Sorry. (laughs) Speaking of, let's move into Group B. Uh, Pakistan defeated Afghanistan by five wickets. Uh, We were kind of... If if anyone could have uh, spoiled the party here, it, it could have been the Afghans. Uh, mm. Pakistan got the job done uh, and essentially booked their ticket through to the semis. Uh, Afghanistan did back it up with a big win against Namibia. Then the the big one of the week, uh, Monks, if you wouldn't mind clicking there, on India and New Zealand. Uh, as at uh, the time of our last podcast, India had just suffered that that big loss uh, to mm-hmm. Pakistan. Yep. Uh, all eyes went uh, forward to this game against New Zealand. And the same theme as uh, has been throughout the World Cup, you lose the toss and you feel like you're in trouble because for whatever reason it is in these uh, Emirati uh, decks, if you bat first, it seems to be very difficult. The, te- the team chasing has seemed to have the upper hand in a lot of these. So Coley, uh, he lost the toss and they got sent in and they only managed 110 uh, not much from the top order there. They're, they're actually a little bit lucky to, to get some runs out of Jadu and Hardik Pandya at the end there. Uh, just scroll down. Uh, who are the Kiwi bowlers impressed there? Trent Bolt, three for 20. And Ish Sodi uh, had their number, two for 17. Uh, and then India did it easy. Uh, sorry, New Zealand did it easy. Fuck, you got me doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they did it easy through Daryl Mitchell, I think, in about his sixth or seventh T20 ever, and Kane Williamson chipping in and essentially breaking the hearts of Indian fans. It's going to be very, very di- – they do still have a chance. We'll get to that in a second. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, no one expected them to go 0-2 to start the tournament. Uh, what were our thoughts yeah. regarding this? Well, it, it just – we weren't, we weren't so sure about New Zealand, and I said it last week, and we, we thought they'd be doing pretty well. Of course, they've, they've knocked off everyone in the test game and mm. they have been definitely have the, the talent over there. But, yeah, to come up and come out and show up India mm. um, was pretty impressive, uh, I, I thought, especially with an eight-wicket win in that one. Um, especially then, with all the guys coming off the IPL. That's what uh, I thought. You know, the, these guys are coming out of an IPL, which had been yeah. played on these decks. I thought that... Uh, coming into the tournament was going to hold them in good stead. Uh, yeah. Maybe they're worn out. There's also yeah, that thinking. A little, thing bit, of a, a little bit of fatigue. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. potential. They've played a lot of cricket compared to some of the other nations. Yeah, um, so I like it. Hangover. I'm not sure what they feel like actually. Hangovers. Someone <laughs> might have to describe <laughs> that feeling to me. Um, <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, beers yeah. on Saturday morning. <laughs> Don't play that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. That twenty to eight in the fucking morning. <laughs> Straight back on the horse. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's that's the state of our lives at the moment, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that that's it. that is a good point and something that I hadn't considered is is maybe a little bit of fatigue. Uh, the, they play a lot of cricket these days, uh, and sometimes when you've got the favourite tag and everything's expected of you, uh, a, a couple of things go against you. And yeah, I hadn't I hadn't really considered that. So good point there. Uh, moving forward, uh, what do we have? Pakistan defeated Namibia. They're undefeated. Uh, New Zealand went... Actually, Scotland were pretty good in this game. They, they only just... May have sobered up for this one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> of the Iron Brew. Yeah. yeah. Had to put the lads trip on hold and see if we could win a match. But. Yeah. They, 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 they did about as good as us uh, trying to talk at fucking 8.30 in, on a Saturday morning. Uh, and then India went out and did uh, something really good for their net run, net run rate, uh, beating Afghanistan by 66 runs. Uh, New Zealand's... Uh, Comfortable over Namibia and then India, big win over Scotland. So essentially, Monks, if you wouldn't mind bringing up the table there, 
Uh, we've got three games to go here. Mm-hmm. Essentially, India needs uh, Afghanistan to do them a massive favour and beat New Zealand. That's essentially their only chance here, uh, although yep. these last few results have helped their net run rate. So we see their India uh, 2 and 2, their net run rate 1.6. So their net run rate is actually better than New Zealand. So if Afghanistan were to beat New Zealand and do them a favour, uh, India would just have to get over uh, the mighty uh, Namibia to, to get uh, into into the top two. Uh, yeah. But it's a tall ask. Uh, we, we're talking about how good New Zealand are and everyone sleeps on them. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, well, if India also lose their match and Afghanistan win, they can go through. Afghanistan could go through. <laughs> so and so they still have everything <laughs> to play for. Well, the, no, there's this scenario. Say, so I don't think India's going to lose Namibia. No, I, 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 I also but there agree. is this scenario. Say Afghanistan were to win well against New Zealand and India were to only win okay against Namibia, yeah. they could finish equal on points and Afghanistan jumped them on net run rate. Imagine yes. that. Yeah. So a lot of scenarios still to, uh, to, to come through. We've got England and Pakistan. Uh, they've booked their tickets. Uh, they'll be playing in the semis. And then uh, we've got uh, India and Afghanistan and Australia and South Africa battling it out for those uh, last two spots. Yes. Oh, and throw New Zealand in there, of course. Um, There was a few Shield games this week, uh, if you wouldn't mind just having a look there. But the the big news, I suppose, to come out of the domestic cricket scene, we spoke about it last week, Will Pukowski, uh, there was some speculation, would he play in this Shield game? Mm -hmm. No, and it seems like he's not going to be playing in the first test. He's still suffering a few of those concussion symptoms. It's not something that you want to fuck with as we speak. Speak yep. about these days on uh, on the Esky. You know, we know so much more about it. Um, so no point rushing him in. He's only 23. He's got his whole career ahead of him. Uh, and the Perth test is still uh, set to go ahead, uh, despite uh, the Fuhrer McGowan. He's, <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of uh, requests, a lot of speculation that that, that border might have opened to other Australians uh, for Christmas. Uh, big, big Dick McGowan, mate. It's, it's him and Peter Volandis. It's just swinging and <laughs> swinging those hammers around. And he said, "No, we're not opening till late January, early February." Thank you very much. So, uh, if any of our overseas listeners want to come to our beautiful country, you can uh, come visit <laughs> Sydney. Uh, you come visit Brisbane shortly. They're opening up. You can yep. come visit Melbourne. Uh, but if you want to get to the the west of Australia, you've got to wait uh, another nearly three months at this stage. So, good on you there, Mark McGowan. Um, yeah, you boys know what I think of him. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise quarantined, so yeah. So, But they, they, the, essentially the, the test is going to go ahead. The players will operate out of a bubble, so yeah. straight from the hotel yeah. to the um, ground and back. And I imagine uh, vaccinated Western Australians will be uh, able to right, go. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, what have we got there in the, sh- uh, in the shield? Can you get... Uh, w- w- I'll just run through these go. quickly. WA uh, beat SA. No, that's not this week. It was scrolling down for me there, Marcus, if you wouldn't mind. What were you saying? I was going to ask uh, what Marcus Harris had done recently because it's by all accounts and by the, 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 the talking heads in the cricket world for Australian cricket, they think he is firming as the opener with Warner. Yeah, he got f- fuck all, didn't he? I think he got he got one. Yeah, one of 14 Ooh, schnicked up to that fiery redhead Liam Hatcher. Uh, but, yeah, Warner apparently came out and said he wants Harris. Yeah. So they've batted together. Mm. I don't know how much pull Dave Warner has, but... If you're the opener and you say you've you know got a guy mm-hmm. um, that 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 you like, maybe it, you know he might have a little bit of pull with JL. But but Harris actually missed out in this game. Nick Maddinson made 128. Yeah. Young James Seymour made a ton good on him, but 
obviously uh, a little bit far off playing test cricket. Yes, yes. But yeah, Nick Maddinson, um, is, his name's been thrown in. I think they actually, if you wouldn't mind just searching, they named a 25-man Ashes squad, which is a huge squad. Yeah, massive. Um, and they're, they're, For 11 side game. Yeah, well, generally your squad's <laughs> going to be 14. You know, your final squad's going to be 14. Uh, so they've named like an Australia A, uh, yeah. and, and maybe that they will have... Well, Australia a, a and a half, so... Yeah, well, yeah quick, quick mass. Uh, 25 is two teams plus three. Uh, yeah, mop. Well, I think we need to put quick mass in the bin here. <laughs> on this. Seriously. I thought we had a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled it out of the bin. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, all the talk is around Marcus Harris possibly getting that opening spot. We spoke last week about Usman Kawaja uh, scoring runs for fun. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who gets those those uh, spots. Um, no, nothing. Just yet. Ashes squad news. Yada yada yada. We'll keep an eye on it. Fuck, yeah. it's still yeah. it's still, still a little a, while away. We're still going to probably we'll probably another couple of weeks before they. Yes, let's worry about the end of this World Cup. And uh, Australia's never won one. Um, Pakistan has never won one, so it'd be interesting. England, England, of course, has. Uh, New Zealand has not. So there's, there could be a few yeah. uh, first first time winners here. Yeah, it's been an excellent tournament so far. So let's hoping for a really entertaining end when we hit the semi-finals. For sure. <coughs> let's do the on the Esky cross codes, uh, the weirdest cross codes in all of podcasting, <laughs> but two of sports <laughs> that we really like. Let's jump from cricket to the NFL, and we had an action-packed week in terms of uh, trade news, people being vaccinated or not, uh, yeah. so some big injuries, but then this horrific story, uh, Henry Ruggs, yeah. uh, he, he was yeah. uh, two times the limit and uh, driving 250 k's per hour, 156 miles mm-hmm. an hour when uh, his, his car crashed into that of a young 23-year-old lady and um, it killed... Killed her and her, her dog. Yes. Yeah. 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 A little golden retriever, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and, you know. Immediately stood down. Uh, yeah, sacked. By, sacked. By the Raiders. So and they've cut him. Um, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> career in jeopardy. Um, and look, look, let's let's not go straight to that. Yeah. A, a woman's lost her life and a, li- a little dog. Um, yeah, nothing good happens at 3 a.m. in the morning. No, nothing. Nothing ever ever really happens that's why i tend to be asleep by about 10 p.m these days um but yeah in all seriousness it's it's just a a shitty story and after the whole thing with john gruden a few weeks ago um the raiders are actually having a pretty good season and they've got all this noise now around their their star uh young receiver who um who will have to go to court and and is facing a lengthy stint in, in jail. We don't really know the legal ramifications yeah, here. Yeah. So yeah. there's two to twenty years is, is what we've yeah, heard. So That's it, pretty broad. Mm. And uh, because of this, they brought out the the case um, uh, from Florida. Uh, this this um, a college kid, essentially, I think mm. he was twenty one, twenty two. Uh, renowned street racer, I think, was his issue, uh-huh. um, and he ended up killing a mother and daughter in a car crash. Mm. Kill speeding, but not to that level of speeding. I think mm. he's doing about one hundred twenty miles per hour, mm. um, and that was in Florida, and he got twenty four years. Okay, for for that, of course, not intoxicated. So again, slightly different situation. Of course, different states, different laws. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, by all accounts. Um, I think you'd be looking more in the double digits than you would be in the single digits okay. for rugs for this. Okay. Um, again, uh, 
the NFL lawyers um, and that are a bit well, better. That, and then that, that's is, the thing. And, and it, it is it different. Sucks. It sucks, but it's definitely something that we've learned, especially throughout COVID, is that yeah. money will get you places in, in, in this yeah. life. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to come down to how good his lawyers are, really. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, a horrible Di- situation. And different state laws, so it's hard to compare, but, like, they, they're bringing out that and you're I, just like, wow, that's... I think Florida tends to be pretty strict. Yeah. Um, yeah anyways... We'll leave that up to the people that know what the fuck they're talking about. We, we, we'll look yeah. at it from a sporting perspective. Yeah, uh, but, the, it, but either way, it looks like Ruggs' career is probably done in the NFL. Yeah. Um, even even you know, two, even if it's two years, that's two years out of the league. That's a long time to be out um, yeah. for anyone. I think, I, and I, again, we're, this is all um, hyperbole, but uh, hi, hyperbole? Yeah. Hyperbole. Uh, <laughs> we'll get out of that one out. Um, but... Uh, Two two years seems yeah. like it it might be off the cards. I, yeah, I feel I, like, that, I feel like that's, that's a slap, that's slap on the wrist, on the wrist yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. So so two yeah. Josh Gordon is an example. You know, just missing a few years can can really mess up um, um, your career. Uh, yeah, if he was to get anything sort of four or five or more, then that's yeah, see you later. You'd think. Mm. I I think out of all of this, um, Derek Carr's been amazing. Um, yeah, like his, his some of his comments and his thoughts, like. Uh, especially one around what he was saying about Gruden, but now too with rugs, like, you know, yeah, he's done a really terrible thing, but he's, you know, he still needs love. He's still a human being. He's just, he's fucked up. Like he's big time fucked up. Oh, we huge, all know that, so. huge. But that, that shows that the bond that these two yeah. have, um, you know, that, that, that car, uh, you know, a lot of people are quick to rub their hands yeah, these yeah. days and, and, and say, oh, you know, you know, they've made the decision that, that and it's, a, 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 I'm not defending, Rugs at all, but it's interesting to see that Carr, you know, must have been very close with Gruden and Rugs because uh, yeah. he, he came out in support of, uh, of both of them. The quote there is, yeah. um, because of the person he is and because I love him, he literally texted me at midnight a golf swing, hit me and Hunter Renfro, how's my swing look? You guys need to help me. So he's, you know, maybe out there pl- at Top Golf, um, yeah, a few yeah. beers and yeah, and, and with his girlfriend by all counts, the girlfriend was in the car with him. Um, yeah, so look, a, a horrible, horrible scenario. And and the thing is, it's going to take, you know, as the Gruden, um, you know, schmozzle a few weeks ago did um, take away from this uh, Las Vegas Raiders season, which is they're off to a great start. Derek Carr's playing out of his skin. Yeah, well, we'll go back to yeah. Carr, like his leadership and where they. You know, he's holding that team together at this point. Yep. So hopefully, yeah, it's for their sake, he can keep them together. But yeah, it's hit after hit for them. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to go going forward. It's a crazy thing as well. At the start of the season, um, they didn't think Carl was going to be the quarterback for the Raiders as well. They thought they they've been trying to get rid of Carl for like three or four years, and he's still there. He's, yeah, he still didn't have that slinging the rock so. leadership quality, or yeah, just couldn't get them over the up to that next level. But oh, yeah. then yeah, here he is. On, um, on and off the field, yeah. Yeah. Sh- showing who he is. So, so shout out to Derek Carr. Sean, Broncos fan. Yeah, probably the biggest – well, it was the only real big trade for the trade window um, mm-hmm. for it closing. None of the other big deals went down. No Deshaun Watson movement. Um, no OBJ, Brandon OBJ. Cooks. None of, there was a whole, Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of receivers mm-hmm. and skill positions essentially on the, on the clock, but uh, none of them on the block. None of them actually got – Traded. The only one was Von Miller. Uh, he got traded to uh, the LA Rams for a second and third round pick. Uh, so, you know, good enough return, I think, for, for Von Miller, but um, it kind of signals where Denver's season is at and where, where they yeah. think it's going. Do you think that's unders for Von Miller, a second and a third rounder? Well, he's getting on a little bit. Yeah, he's 
33 ish, oh, I think I now. Um, if not 34. Uh, 32. 32. 32, yep. So getting to the pointy yeah. end of, of, yeah, has, of an outside linebacker's career. This last season, been a little bit banged up this season, um, struggling a little bit, but then I think the Denver's front's been struggling overall. Mm. Um, but they sent him to, you know, they didn't send him to. Uh, no they shit club. They, they were like, hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to help the Rams win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go go to the Rams. Um, yeah, and potentially win another Super Bowl, finish out your career. Um, he's The Rams only got him essentially on a loan. So he's on a – well, not a loan. On a, uh, he'll see out the rest of the season, but his and, deal's ended. Yeah. Uh, you know, and everyone's joking. Like, he loves Denver. And potentially they could bring him back at the end of the end of the year, like go, a different deal. Go try and win a ring <laughs> yeah. and come back. Exactly. Like there, there's there's always that thought. You know, rarely does that ever happen. But uh, they've done him a solid. Sent him to a great club. Um, mm. He's already talking about. You know, Aaron Donald gets triple teamed. I've been triple teamed for the last six years. Yeah. So uh, that defense so that's, scary. So that's, Ramsey running around. The, yeah. He's, I, I think, the best corner in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, and and Aaron Donald, obviously, you know. The best defender in the in the NFL, so that that defense is coming along. Uh, how it's weird seeing the Rams with Stafford. How much better they are! Like, oh. and no no knock on Jared Goff, um, but it, this is just me pumping up the tires of Matt Stafford being stuck yeah. at Detroit his whole career, and uh, you know it got a little bit going with Megatron uh, early on. Uh, but yeah, people kind of slept on how good a quarterback he is. Yeah. I think until yeah. this year, yeah, definitely, and. Um, to add that that end, uh, they've monks. If you can get fine for me, how many draft picks they got in the upcoming draft? I believe they've only got one. Yeah, so, so it's, it's all the chips are in. Yeah, it's so, this year. So, um, uh, what's he's the GM for the Rams? I think it's Les Les something. Um, but either way, um, he's been known for the the meme, the fuck them picks, because uh, he keeps trading them away. <laughs> yeah. They don't make very many picks. Uh, but the, hey, they've gone with proven talent over. You know, trying to get a generational talent in the the the, the lottery that is yeah, the, the draft. draft. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, all the jokes about fuck them picks because he trade around way a second and third. They don't have their first. I think they've only got like a fifth round pick. Or yeah, something right. Like in the upcoming draft, they've yeah. got four draft picks next year, and they and they'll all be late. Yeah. One in the third. Mm-hmm. One in the fifth. So the third one was um, through the. Um, Miller trade fifth they've always held on to and they have two in the seventh two seventh rounders ooh <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to find a, a young Tom Brady there poor poor scouting department over in the Rams oh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like we don't have any picks sorry mate I just have the feet up play a little bit of fucking Game Boy or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's gonna be an easy job yeah. Yeah. that's right so uh, yeah interesting interesting how the Rams are going I think they're gonna be pretty good uh, Von Miller with uh, one-on-ones for a change. Uh, I think he was going to look forward to that. Yeah, big time. Uh, Aaron Donald, hey, if they have to slide coverage and start, you know, moving their, their blocking schemes, he's going to love that. So we'll have to see how how that, uh, um, you know, makes their overall front seven better yeah. going forward. Uh, so the final point, I guess, the biggest travesty uh, for Denver fans is in the last three seasons, we got five total games of Chubb Bradley Chubb and Miller. So... Um, yeah. Wasn't yeah. meant to be. No, wasn't meant to no. be. Well, they always always talked about how, you know, in those five games they were pretty dominant. Yeah. Like how, what that could have been, 
um, you know, 15 sacks uh, either side. Was kind that of in five games? Well, yeah. no, but the, the idea, like, you know, Chubb could finish with 15 in a year, Miller could finish 15, you know, that kind of pass rush coming from either side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what could have been? Never happened. And then, you know, we've got to take it as it is. Chubb, of course, still hurt for yeah, us. So. Yeah, wishing him all the best uh, with his recovery. Yeah. He's had a very slow start to his NFL career. Yes. Um, ravaged by injury. The other massive story to come out of this week, and uh, for me as a Packers fan, don't really want to spend too much time talking about this. <laughs> uh, so Aaron Rodgers has COVID. Uh, problem is he's not vaccinated, despite uh, back in July, was it August? Uh, Tra- training camp. Yeah, training camp. Uh, he very carefully used the word immunised to uh, state his um, vaccination status. Uh, turns out he hasn't had uh, either um, of the, the vaccines. Uh, rather, I was joking before uh, pre-show with you boys, and I thought, you know, maybe he's on that Joe Rogan shit. <laughs> Turns out he is on that Joe Rogan shit. Actually hit him up for what Joe Rogan was on. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. advice. Uh, did you read somewhere that he thinks he's allergic to and, and can't receive yeah, what's in the vaccine? Well, he said or he, do you think that's a little bit of bullshit? Uh, hard to say. He says he's got an allergy to um, an ingredient that's in both the vaccines and the one he could take. Uh, Johnson & Johnson's one um, they pulled because of the clotting issue. Yeah. Uh, so he couldn't actually take any of the vaccines. Take with that what you will. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting chat and conversation going on about uh, Rogers. Of course, he's COVID. He's, since he's unvaccinated, he can't play for 10 days. Yep. Um, mm. He's got to get all those negative. Well, he's one, he's got to get over COVID and two, get the negative tests. Um, which means Jordan Love's going to be playing for the Packers this week. Love time. Mm. Uh, the love muscle. We'll talk about that in, in a week, minute. In a minute. <laughs> yeah. A big matchup <laughs> against the Chiefs incoming. Munster's has got the uh, exact quote there. Uh, appeared on Pat McAfee, yeah. which I kind of like. Like, he's kind of fucking mainstream media. Yeah. Like, he's running yeah. down this, yeah. you know, that I might have... Yeah, let's say it. I might have lied about my vaccination status, but fucking Fox or CNN or whoever, whichever way you watch... Oh, would have murdered that, They... They would have murdered him, but they flat out lie about everything. So, <laughs> yeah, true, true. so good on you, Aaron, in, in that term. Come down the, you know, the dark web, the Joe Rogan uh, way. And, and uh, he went on Pat McAfee. And, and what do you have to say, Monks? Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's probably two quotes to, to reiterate here. So he said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or a flat earther. I have an allergy to an ingredient that's in the mRNA vaccine. So that's the Pfizer and um, the other one. Moderna. Moderna, yep. Yep. Um, I found a long-term immunization protocol to protect myself. Um, so that's probably that immunization that he's talking about. And I'm very proud of the research that went into it. Um, and then further on, he said, I believe strongly in bodily autonomy and ability to make choices uh, for your body, not to have to acquiesce to some woke culture <laughs> or crazed group of individuals <laughs> who say you have to do something. Health is not a one-size-fit-all for everybody. Interesting man. He like all the stuff that's happened in the off season. Uh, he's mm. playing hardball uh, with everyone these days. He was playing yeah. with with mm. the Packers. He's playing obviously, uh, you know, with these vaccine mandates that the NFL has. Let's let's just talk. Let's just touch on it quickly. Obviously, we're all double vaxxed. Uh, we're in one of the most vaccinated places in the world here in Canberra, Australia. I I look. I do find it a bit weird that there's these vaccine mandates for for sports yeah. people. Like I, I get what they're trying to you know they're trying to minimise their their risks and 
And mm. but the NFL, they don't care about the players. They care about the money. They exactly. care about. We, we want you to play so we make money. Yeah, That's, and, and yeah. we've you know the the big one in the NBA at the moment is Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just a it's just a weird weird time that we live in. Well, where where well, Rogers definitely saw during training camp what you know Beasley and Hopkins were going through, and he was like, I don't want fucking any of that. Yeah, but that, <laughs> so. but the deceit around that because yeah. they were very open in yeah. in saying you know we're not we're, it's. Uh, against our beliefs, we don't want the vaccine. I think Kirk Cousins is yep. unvaccinated. Yep. But then there was this protocol brought in that unvaccinated players had to state that they were unvaccinated and yep. then go through different rules, you know, wearing yep. masks in interviews, wearing masks on the sideline, yes. of which Aaron's done nothing. Yeah, uh, none, none of that. Rather. None of the wearing of the mask. None of the wearing of the mask. So then there's a whole another kettle of fish into he has essentially gotten away with not adhering to these protocols for the first eight weeks of the season. Mm. Can the NFL come down hard on him there? Well, the NFL also knew he was unvaccinated. They, yeah. knew, they knew his status because that he he'd applied and said, "Hey, this is my." What did he call it? Immunization protocol. Protocol, yeah, which uh, which, inc- we, which included monoclonal antibodies and ivermectin, like literally yeah. the Joe Rogan <laughs> <Yeah>. cocktail. <laughs> uh, and then if it was like, nah, that doesn't apply. So they they told him you, you, your status is still unvaccinated. Yeah, so they knew yeah. about it. So they were so the well, NFL's sweeping up for him as well. Exactly. <laughs> like poor poor Nuke and Cole Beasley. Yeah. Like you you guys are good players. Like Cole like cracked the top one hundred this year. Yeah, good on you. Nuke obviously you know one of the best receivers in the NFL, if yeah. not the best. Yeah. But you're not Aaron Rodgers. Is what no. the NFL <laughs> it, it pretty much, yeah. Like Aaron's, Aaron's up there with Tom Brady. This is like the the Mount Rushmore of your your big name stars. Um, well, that's a good one. Yeah. So <laughs> Mount Rushmore that yeah. might be one for a later episode. The yeah. Mount Rushmore of NFL players. It's it's this whole this whole pen. I spoke about it before. It's different rules for different people, isn't it? We've seen it, uh, you know, throughout the last eighteen months in this strange strange world that we live in. Alas, enough about vaccines and COVID. I fucking, I don't really like talking about it that much and it gets me really <laughs> fired up. Uh, let's talk about some football, uh, something that we may know a little bit more than, uh, you know, There's vaccine mandates and health and, you know, yeah. doing your own research. Yeah, we don't take help, help advice from us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, or football advice for that matter. <laughs> Moving forward, uh, we did have a Thursday night football game uh, yesterday between the Jets and the Colts. Not a huge one in terms of uh, where these teams high are. High scoring, at. though. Very yeah, high scoring. Yeah. Like to see some uh, some points put up. The Colts, Actually, they jammed it down their throat. Yeah. 260 rush yards. They had 100 just in the first quarter. That offensive line is mm-hmm. one of the best in football. Jonathan Taylor had 172 rushing yards and a two-touchdown day. Um, did you see – I caught most of this. Yeah, yesterday. same. Yeah. And I wanted to say, back to your point, before, uh, what you were saying a second ago about you're not a, you're not a huge game. It's actually pretty important for the Colts. Now with the Titans losing Derrick yeah. Henry, uh, they are now at four and five, I believe. They're one back mm-hmm. uh, uh, from memory in the division. Like they, they've they've finally – you know, they went 0-3 and, and then they won went 3-2, and two, uh, now winning this game. They're really starting to come into their own. A little bit, and you know maybe they can chase the Titans too. So it was important to get a win here. Uh, they did leak some points uh, to yeah. the, to the Jets. Concerning um, because this defense is meant to be pretty good. Darius Leonard, uh, he's a stud. He, he had another uh, punch force fumble, yep. which led to points. I think the Colts have the most turnover points uh, in the NFL this year. And unfortunately for the Jets, uh, that their star of last week's upset win against the Bengals, Mike White, he suffered an arm injury after they uh, looked pretty good in their first drive, yep. and then. Journey Josh Johnson 
came mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Have you seen how many teams this bloke has played for? It, Most of the leagues. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's been he's been around. He's been man. around. Eight starts. Yeah. Eight starts in his uh, in his career. I think he's thirty six. He actually didn't look too bad. I think he threw three touchdowns, three hundred yeah. yards. He had forty plus passes in this to try and of course chase uh, yeah. down some points. And yeah, did get the three tutters as you say. Um, Mike White. You know, looked good uh, getting that early touchdown to Elijah Moore. Looked like they were going to be in a good competitive game. Mm. Colts blew him out in the second quarter, uh, you know, and it took Johnson a little bit to get going. And then that second half, you know, they started to fire a bit. Uh, of course, went heavily away from the run game and just were throwing, slinging it around, mm. uh, see how, how they'd go. And, you know, 75 points in a game, that's a pretty good outing, I think, for, for a Thursday night football. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. with the Jets coming into that, you weren't expecting too much, so... Um, it was a good game of good football, but the team that we thought would win, the Colts, didn't end up getting the win in this one. You guys get your tips in? I made sure to yes. get my tips in and get the Colts. Um, yeah, it can be one to forget sometimes, <laughs> the Thursday night. That's yeah. come, uh, brought me undone, I should say, in the past. Uh, let's go. For, have you got the scoring? Uh, so that's, yeah, the... what you've brought up there is the uh, like actual points scored on... on Defense. I think that what I saw yep. was like when they get a turnover, they they finish it. I think oh, they've, yeah. they've scored like like oh, seventy seven yeah. points after after a turnover, uh, after a turnover yeah. rather than actual yeah, defensive, defensive uh, touchdowns. Turn, turnovers leading to points. Yeah. Correct. Which Correct. is what you want. You want to convert uh, your turnovers. Yes. Let's move into the Sunday early games. Uh, we might breeze through this one. The Texans take on the Dolphins. I think they're. Pretty two different one and seven teams. Uh, the Texans may be the worst team in football, although the Detroit Lions might have something to say about that. They got belted by the Rams last week. Um, I think Miami are better uh, than than their one and seven record suggests. Uh, they had two close losses um, just by a field goal to the Jags and the Falcons. They weren't too bad against the Bills last week, uh, and with. The whole Rogers immunized uh, gate. Uh, I've lost my fantasy quarterback, and um, <laughs> uh, I've brought in Tua. So uh, I'm surprised he didn't go to Jordan Love. I was thinking about it. I was definitely <laughs> thinking about it. We'll see how it goes. The Chiefs' defense is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely thinking about it. But in his first NFL start, I don't know. I went Tua. I was tossing up. Um, yeah, between those two, and I think I picked up that man Derek Carr in uh, in my other leagues um, to to fill in for Rogers. Uh, boys, tips here. Um, we don't want to dwell too long in this no, game unless you had any final points. I think Finns, uh, Mars, can you check if um, Tyro Taylor is back for uh, the Texans? Yeah. I think he may be back this yeah, week. There's, Ooh, yeah, yes. there's, I had heard some noise around him coming back. Uh, you'd think they're a bit better with Tyrod, but it's not like... They were know, better at the start of the season with him. Yeah. They, not, they could score points. It's not like Deshaun Watson coming back, no. though. I, you know, it, it will help them. I don't think... Davis Mills has been bad considering how bad that offensive line is. He's yeah. under duress uh, a lot of the time and they leak points in their defense so they're always chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I've gone the Finns here. Um, any any news around Tyrod? Um, still might be a Still week. on IR. Ah, still okay. So, well, he won't be – They it would have had to activate him off IR. So it'll be Davis Mills to get the start Ooh, there. Uh, confirmed Thursday that – he will start Sunday's game against the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> we're, so we're, on, we're on this morning, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he might be well, – they can activate him like Sunday activate morning. activate him, yeah. Like okay. they're, they're, and he can play straight away. Like he, as long as they activate him, put him straight on the roster, he can play. So, okay. yeah. Um, he currently sitting on injury reserve, but it looks like he yeah, will they, be their starter. So. Yeah. it's He's list, literally listed as on injury reserve, but will start the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
can see why that was confusing that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fin, fins for me. Fins here. Um, yeah. And yeah. I've gone fins as well. Um, yeah. Suspended market. Suspended market. Ooh. Yeah. I wonder if that's because of thyroid. Maybe. Maybe. Anyways, I think we've spoken enough about hey, that they one. They obviously think he might add a little bit of juice to him if they suspended the market on it. Fucking sports <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh The next matchup we've got is the Denver Broncos taking on the Cowboys, the 6-1 and one Cowboys 4-4 Denver. Uh, Denver, of course, getting a win last week against the Washington football team. Uh, Melvin Gordon got a touchdown. We did block two two field goals. Uh, their kicker, though, kicks it a bit low. Um, to blew it. That. Yeah, yeah, blew it. He's, um, he's had four blocked in his first two games. Yeah, I wonder so if he's still on that roster. No, nah, he's either going to have some technique changes need to be done and get some elevation because, yeah, he, the way he kicks it at the moment, a bit too low. Um, what was that, Chase Young? Oh, yeah, oh, Chase, Chase, Young, yeah Chase Young. He forced a fumble yeah. and gave the football team the ball back in the dying seconds. 30, 30, 40 seconds. Were you worried yeah. at that stage? Or? No, I was, I was like, this is typical down it, the shit. There. It, so yeah. I was like, we'll see how we go. But, hey, we got away. We got the win uh, in this one. Um, Cowboys, of course, coming off a win against the Vikings with mm. no Dak. Mm. Uh, Cooper Rush did pretty well for them, 24 for 40, 300-plus uh, yards, and he two daughters with one intercept. Murray Cooper got a bulk of that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of been very quiet since that f- uh, week one game where he went nuts against mm. the Bucks. Uh, did you see that bobbling catch that he had down the sideline? It looked like mm. a Madden one, like a Madden glitch, yep. uh, where it's like hit the corner back and then came off like a helmet and then he bobbled it like three <laughs> times like, and yeah. then got it like... If you're playing Madden, then it happens. Fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But an interesting matchup here. Going to be hard for Denver. You'd think the Cowboys are rolling. I think they are Dem boys this year. Yeah. Uh, I I think if Denver's only chance is Dak's not playing again. But I think by all accounts, it sounds like Dak's going to play in this one. So I think you've got to back the Cowboys with where they're at. With what (laughs) what Denver did during the week, um, they've kind of signaled where they're at for this season. I agree. Uh, yep. Cowboys here. Monks, tips and odds, please. Yep, I've gone Cowboys as well. Uh, they are favourites $1.20. Uh, Broncos sure. are out at $4.60. Yeah, I believe uh, Dak, Scott is. That's good to go. It's good yeah. to go, yeah. yeah. Uh, we do have a line of 9.5 and total match points of 48.5. Wouldn't mind the overs there. I suppose yeah. the, the question will be, can Denver score enough to, to, take, to take the overs there? You'd think the Cowboys... But again, the Cowboys just played a defensive grind against the Vikings, who the, both of those offenses are pretty good. So, mm. yeah, I don't know, 48 a few points. I might be leaving that alone. But I think the Cowboys get the job done. Yep. Yep. Vikings-Ravens, battle of the two purple teams. We just spoke about the Vikings losing that close one to the Cowboys. They uh, The defense didn't look the best. They allowed 419 yards, but just at 20 points. And the Ravens are coming off the bye and uh, – they're, they're at five and two, so the AFC North is looking pretty spicy. Yeah, it's uh, very close. Hard one to pick here. I've I've gone the Ravens uh, in Baltimore. Uh, I, I do think the Vikings are better than three and four suggests, uh, but I think the, the Ravens, fresh off the bye at home, get the job done. Yeah, and mm. they're coming off that loss to the Bengals, aren't they? So they've, they've had a lot of time to prepare mm. for a revenge game because I think they were embarrassed in that one. They, they were embarrassed. So they, yeah. they're going to come out. Um, yep. Really strong on this one. So, yeah, I've gone Ravens to take down the Vikings. Yep. Um, yeah, I've gone Ravens as well. Um, the odds probably suggest it's going to be a little bit more one-sided. So they are favourites $1.38. Vikings are out at three oh five at the moment. 
Uh, we've got a line of six and total match points of 50 and a half. Jeez, another high scoring game there. Uh, I think the Ravens at $1.38 is pretty good value. Yeah. Patriots, Panthers, both teams are four and four. The Pats coming off that upset over the Chargers. Uh, we we had a few weeks ago saying, uh, we were speculating whether the Chargers are the best team in the football. Uh, that's a big old esky curse, <laughs> two losses and a bye since then. Um, and with all the focus on Buffalo in the AFC East, um, well, Bill Belichick's just been doing his thing, hasn't he? I They're just wanted to point out, we also said the Bengals were a playoff team and then they lost to the Jets. So. <laughs> they still are a playoff team. And <laughs> just speaking quickly on Cincinnati, um, they, I'm in like a survivor league oh, and right. like half the league was on that on that Bengals-Jets game and uh, like a pick em, you know, you, you, gotta, you just have to pick one team to win each week and it wiped out like half the league. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you very much there, Cincinnati and the SD curse. It's a real thing. Oh. But, but back to New England and Carolina. Uh, Carolina broke uh, a four-game losing streak, uh, much like Denver, um, with a, a win against Atlanta. Uh, that was a defensive scrap. Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson took some big licks in that game. Um, CMC is off IR, but not expected to play in this. Uh, have you got any info on that? I'm, I think it is Truba Hubbard that's uh, expected to get the start. Yeah. Hubba Hubba. Um, Hubba Hubba. Pretty much the same as last week, day-to-day sort of thing, situation. So Matt Rule says um, they'll be reevaluated over the weekend, see whether or not he we reinstated from IR. Uh, but he's currently still on IR. Yeah, yeah it looks like he's still on IR. Okay. Um, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Time will tell. Uh, if it's not this week, it seems like it might be next week. Mm. Anyways, we, close, we do have yeah. this game here, which is which is very interesting. Two teams that are both pushing to, to make playoffs. Um, I think, think the Patriots. I think yeah. the Patriots get this done. I think they're going in the right direction. I think uh, Carolina's going in the wrong direction. Sean, you're nodding your head in agreement. Yeah, I agree. Pats for me, for me, and uh, Mac Jones doing a really good, solid job for all of them over there. He was your pick uh, as the best QB coming into this year, or the most NFL ready, perhaps mm-hmm. in, the, in mm-hmm. terms of the system that he was going into. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, he's looking pretty good. It doesn't turn the ball over a lot. No, which is exactly what you need from your quarterback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, I've gone Patriots as well. They are favourites, a um, dollar fifty at the moment. Panthers are out at two dollars sixty three. We have a line of three and a half and total match points of 41. Very, very low there on the total match points. I don't know if a dollar fifty is enough to entice no. me on the road against Carolina. I, th- I think that the, that total match points might might be a little bit one you could look at. It's very low. Because it's low. And, and you can go al- mm. um, alternate um, match points as well. So say if you wanted to drop it down to a dollar yeah. seventy, you might get 36 points or something. Pat's put 54 points on the on Jets. The- a week ago. They did. <laughs> so they did. They can score some points and mm. uh, Panthers can score some points. Like I, I think that might be a little good one to look at. They might have to build a little esky bet. <laughs> <laughs> Listening back and uh, and put a little multi on. Um, one that is should be very one-sided. Yeah, how, how much are the Bills going to fuck the Jags this week? Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll be very interested in the line here. Uh, Josh Allen, he is a legitimate chant for MVP. Uh, 249 passing yards, two passing touchdowns and 55 with the legs and a rushing touchdown. Cole Beasley had his best game uh, of the year so far. He's been a little bit quiet considering the year that he had last year, but he had 10 catches for 110 yards. And my boy, Emmanuel Sanders, put up a donut. He'd been pretty good for my fantasy team. Getting that OBJ treatment. Yeah, getting that that OBJ (laughs) shit, getting no looks. Um, 
but yeah, they, they didn't need him. Uh, and they, they got a, a pretty scrappy win, really, over Miami. Uh, the Jags lost quite badly in Seattle. Uh, Geno Smith uh, led the Hawks to the win there. Uh, the question is, what's the line going to be? And what, what are you ta- what's the head start you, you're giving them, even at home? Um, a lot. <laughs> 17 points, maybe. Yeah. Obviously, all bills. Uh, yeah. What's, 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 the what's the odds in the line? Yeah, so as you mentioned, pretty one-sided. Bills are favourites, $1.09 at the moment. The Jags are out at $7.50. Uh, total match points, 48 and a half, and that line is 14 and a half. See, I'm taking the bills with that. I know it is away. They've just played Miami away in a game where you kind of thought Miami kept it, you know, amicable, mm. and they still won by 15 points. Yep. So yeah, I'm probably taking that. Yeah, they should put Bills with this. Uh, they should put the Jags the sword. I think the Bills will. Agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Browns and Bengals in a big uh, AFC North uh, mm-hmm. matchup here. The Browns coming off a loss to the Steelers. Uh, Odell Beckham Senior went nuts on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> he posted an 11 minute video of OBJ getting wide open and not thrown to, or Baker missing him. Um, yeah. That and yeah. essentially having a crack at Baker. I think the uh, the Subtitle was something like, um, not OBJ's fault, it's Baker Mayfield. So it was a full stab at Baker. Um, And uh, the the backing music was just 11 minutes of, everybody hurts sometimes. Uh, So look, I don't know uh, what that is going to do in benefit um, your son, to be honest. He was released today uh, by the Browns. Uh, A lot of speculation as to where he might end up. The Lions seem to be interested. I (laughs) hope he doesn't go there because we all know what happens to careers at Detroit. Yeah, well, I I think he'll go to a team that'll, um, yeah... Can deal with that. It's the ego, essentially. Yeah, the, you got you got to manage. You get the, there's a management uh, component to OBJ now that teams will be real, well aware of. So he has to go through waivers. So that's why we talk about lines. They're probably number one on the waivers. So if they put in a request, they could be allocated him. Don't let that happen, mm. football gods. Please. Yeah, well, well, the lines might be like, hey, we don't want that that mess to come in and. Um, yeah. We're trying to win yeah. a game. We do want to get further away from that. I do. I do wonder if you know the the ego kind of thing. Um, you know, plays into it that much. He, he has been a little bit banged up the last few years. Shout mm. to Maka, uh, uh, Esky contributor, had him in his top ten receivers for last year. He's got all the talent in the world. Yeah, we know he's still what talented. We, yeah. So uh, yeah, might just be trying trying to manage uh, what's going on between the ears. But yeah. I, well, there's a storyline attached to it, so the, you know you got to be the team willing to put to pull pick up that storyline and mm. to bring that on. Like if you got a young quarterback that you're trying to um, get going and trying to work on, maybe that's not the right situation to bring that that kind of voice into the club. Um, the the more the talks about you know Ravens, Packers, uh, Raiders, like yeah, uh, but they're all down towards the bottom of the wave of order. Yeah. So he's got to go through a lot of teams to get to there. Maybe no team picks him up and waiver, and then he'll be free to sign, but. Uh, the Browns did do, uh, d- you know, brought his deal down through a Sony signing bonus so that they had less money allocated to him. Uh, so he's on a very much a very cheap deal. So mm. very, it really opens it up for a team to put in a waiver request. But we'll have to see what happens to make that done. Yep. And the Browns are four and four, so on a little bit of a slide. Uh, the Bengals, we just. Did mention uh, losing to the fucking Jets last <laughs> week. The Jets have been the Titans and the Bengals. Yep. So something ha- they, they turn up some days and then some days they get destroyed like we saw um, a few weeks ago by the Patriots. Yep. Um, yep. 
the Bengals, their offense, they, they couldn't establish the run. Jamar Chase did find the end zone, but was held to 32 receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the Bengals bounce back from this one and go and get a win? Uh, I say yes. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the Bengals here. Uh, the Browns just – that before the season started, we kind of thought Browns and Ravens uh, in the AFC North, no one really thought – that the Bengals were, were going to be uh, five and three halfway through the year. Mm. Um, I think the Browns, uh, they're just on a bit of a slide. I've, I've gone Cincinnati to take this one. I've gone the opposite. Yep. I've, I've picked the Browns. Uh, and, you know, now free of OBJ, it wouldn't surprise me if Baker to send a statement throws 400 plus yards. You reckon? Yeah. It's <laughs> not <laughs> people's Jones finds like in the end zone twice for 180 <laughs> yards or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so... You know, I've backed the Browns on this. Um, they've got Chubb back, and I, hopefully they'll pound. They'll go back to their pounding their rock. Yep, um, and have that'll set up Baker with the the pass game. So yeah, and that uh, Browns defense is good. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not. It's sleep. it's going to be a good competitive game. You like you go either way on this. Yep. Um, I mm. I keep saying I think the Bengals are probably still a year away. Mm. Uh, I think losing to the Jets probably confirmed that for me. That yeah, they're, they're still a year away. They need one or two more pieces um, to really do a really deep. You know, cement themselves as a playoff team and go real deep. Um, whereas I think the Browns have more of those pieces. They are just banged up. Um, so either way, I think it's going to be a good game. We speak about Cleveland's defense yeah. being good. I think Cincinnati needs a bit of help on defense. Yeah. They allowed 34 points to the Jets. So they scored 31. You know, that should win you. You shouldn't lose games when you, when you yeah. score that many points. So maybe, uh, you know, look at recruiting or drafting some defensive talent because yes. – uh, between Burrow, Mixon, and Chase, uh, that offense is looking pretty good for the years to, to come. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Tip and odds, please. Yeah. Um, I was on the fence. I think I was tipping Bengals, but I've just changed to the Browns. Um, Any reason? Yeah, inside information down the end of the table? <laughs> no, not really. I think, yeah, maybe You generally get these right when you just go, ah, just <laughs> the coin. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, I think, I guess, yeah, Mayfield back... Um, Browns probably haven't been playing the greatest football the last couple of weeks. No. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he does, yeah, do some things to lift him up. It is, is it a close game? So, Browns are underdogs by only uh, $2.10. The Bengals are $1.74 at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a line of two and a half and total match points of 47. Oh, that's a few points. I wouldn't be touching, I wouldn't be touching yeah. any of that, to be honest. No, no. Uh, just wouldn't mind seeing a good game. Yeah. Uh, Falcons and Saints. The Falcons, uh, they lost to the Panthers last week. Matty Ryan threw two picks. Cordaro Patterson, he found the end zone again. He is running back eight in fantasy. He has seven touchdowns. The resurgence is unbelievable. I did mention last week that I had abandoned poor Mike Davis. Uh, I dropped him, and I think uh, shout out to Michael Dawson. I'm playing against yeah. him in fantasy this week. Picked him up, so I'm playing against Mike Davis. I'll uh, probably watch him go off this week. 200 yards. <laughs> did, you, did you see uh, Patterson's comment during the week? No. He said, if my mum can do three, have three jobs, I can play three roles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, or play three positions. It's, like, it's unreal. It's, like, the yeah. dude was literally yeah. a kick-returning specialist. specialist yeah. And then all of a sudden, they managed to turn him into... Well, he's still had one, talent. He was a first-round pick by the, yeah. the Vikings and, back in the day. So. And he, he he's actually quite large for a kick-returner. You know, yeah. six, six foot two. Uh, he was big for a wide receiver, so yeah, yeah. So that's probably why they've whoever on on uh, the offensive side of the ball, the Falcons gone. Maybe we can do something here, yeah. make him into this Swiss Army knife. Um, but yes, just putting up numbers every week. The Saints, uh, they had that unbelievable win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm-hmm. but the sad news out of this was uh, Jameis Winston. 
did his ACL. It was like a horse collar tackle um, from yeah. Devin White. Um, was there any sanctions brought in on White, Monks? Did you? Um, did you not hear? that I saw, no, yeah. No. Uh, so, look, obviously not his intent there, um, but, yeah, yeah Jameis uh, will be on the sidelines for the rest of the year. And uh, enter Trevor Simeon. Uh, you saw a bit of him at the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Uh, led them to the to the win against Brady and the Buccaneers. The the Bucs are 1-3 against the Saints uh, in the Tom Brady era. Um, the Saints' yep. defense, they just ball. Yeah. Uh, that you can't yeah. run on them. And on top of that, they had a forced fumble, uh, which they recovered, three sacks and two picks, including uh, PJ Williams with the one to ice the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, yeah. Michael Thomas is done for the year. Have you heard anything about this, boys? Oh, uh, I'm not sure if done for the year, but there, there's a, he re-aggravated... Uh, he's got ankle, isn't An- it? Yeah, ankle, yeah. 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 Re- re- which did. is from like week two of last year. Yeah, well, I think... Um, they opted against surgery, then needed surgery, and then I think he's had issues with infections and then oh. with the surgery. So, yeah, it's really tough run for him. Um, so mm. he so had another setback, so that which could push him out another couple of months. They might, you know, even just shut him down and say, yeah. heal up, heal up, son. We'll see you next year. Mm. Um, so Thomas himself um, announced on his own Twitter that he probably won't be playing this season. So uh, he did? Okay. Yeah, so I guess it depends on... The procedure and how he recovers meant uh, medically, but he's ruling himself out. That's yeah. we talk yeah. about two, missing two years in the NFL. Mike Thomas put up you know record breaking year in 2019, and now just plagued by this one pesky injury. So hoping that he mm. can get uh, on top of it and come yeah. back uh, like the old Mike Thomas uh, next year. Yeah, he may yeah. potentially be waiting for a quarterback uh, as well because uh, he's <laughs> missing his boy Drew. Because uh, it looks like Taysom Hill, I think, is going to be the starter in this yeah, one. Yeah, seems like um, it. Com- so coming back from that, Simeon, you let <laughs> <laughs> come in. The QB one's done his ACL. I think Taysom was unavailable last yeah, week, yeah. and Simeon comes in and leads him to. I think Taysom's a, been dealing with a concussion. So a win against yep. the defending Super Bowl champs, and then back to the pine. Sorry, mate, mm. done your job. Mm. That's it. Yeah. The other big news in this match: uh, the Falcons just put. Uh, Ridley on to PUP yeah. at least for three matches. Um, so you know Ridley, I think struggling a little bit with his mental health at the stage, and yep. um, just needed to get away from the game, uh, which mm. does cause a bit of a big issue for the rest of the receiving core because um, they then end up doubling or tripling pits, and then uh, the other guys can't get open, which yep. is yeah. come, becomes a little bit of a problem. They were stifled last week, um, the Falcons. So. Yeah, which, of course, helped force Matty Ice to throw a couple of picks. Yeah. So I don't like their chances at all in this one against that Saints D. I agree. Um, Very difficult for Matty Ice to go from having Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley to having neither in the space of 12 months. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah wishing uh, Ridley all the best. Uh, good on him to step away sometimes. Um, you know, it, it is more important to, to focus on yourself than um, – than uh, you know, it is just a game, uh, but hopefully that he can come back to being a, a star in the league and get on top of his mental health. I agree in terms of this game. I think the Saints will be heavy favourites. I imagine we all go on the Saints. Um, yep. The line yep. may be more interesting than the head-to-head. Yep. Um, so the Saints are favourites leading to the matchup. They are $1.35 at the moment. That's cash at home. That's, yep. uh, that's safe, I think, mm. as a house. Um. For anyone who's wondering, Falcons are out at $3.20. Uh, the line is six. Total match points is 41 and a half. I, I would take the overs. I would take New Orleans with the line and I yep. would take them uh, 
Oh, you can't take him with Lion and Ed Head. I take him Lion <laughs> and Lion and Overs. Yeah, Lion yeah. and Overs. The, the final little note on the story on this: um, Philip Rivers came out during the week and said, "Hey, yeah. Sean Payton, if you need someone, give me a ring." So <laughs> I see that it uh, it is hard to feed eleven kids, I suppose. So. <laughs> <laughs> that high school coach enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah so that'd yeah. be that'd be well, well. We'll get to Adrian Peterson in a second, but mm. it wouldn't be. Uh, all that surprising if uh, if no. Philip Rivers uh, made a comeback. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll he did say happens. at the start of the year when Wentz got injured, he was like, hey, I'm committed to the high school, mm. um, to the team, uh, and when their season finishes, I might consider it, which I think is in November. So Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that a high school team going, uh, our season is more important than Philip Rivers going to, for, you know, to yeah. get $10, 15000000 million. Yeah. Yeah, but the season should be coming close to an end, and if that's the case, Philip Rivers has got nothing to do. So Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, imagine rolling straight back into picking up a 5-2 and two or potentially 6-2 and two Saints team to um, to roll into. Anyway. He's a competitor, man. Oh, he, yeah, he's, definitely. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll go down as one of one of the best quarterbacks to, to not win a, mm-hmm. a Super Bowl, um, yeah, unless he wins one with the Saints this year. Yeah. Time will yeah. tell. Uh, the Raiders going up against the Giants. Uh, the Raiders coming off the bye, but mm-hmm. obviously the Henry Ruggs tragedy. Yep. Um, how uh, they recover from that, um, time will tell. Um, the they did win after the John Gruden sacking um, in in a game where no one really expected them to. Yeah, sacking a coach though, the different juju. So uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not so sure this is going to give them the the lift they need. Uh, no, it, it'd be hard for everyone yeah. involved. Um, yeah. The Giants actually were very respectable in Monday Night Football uh, against uh, the Chiefs at home, uh, a packed Arrowhead. Um, they only just went down 20 to 17. I think Saquon's been moved to the COVID list. Poor fella. Uh, we did see his ankle swell up like a balloon a few weeks ago. Yep. Apparently the ankle is getting there and now uh, he is on the COVID list. Monks, have you got any uh, update on that? Did he get COVID or is he a close contact? Uh, if um, you wouldn't mind trying to find yeah, that one out. Uh, Giants otherwise are a bit banged up all res- over the place. Receiver. Receiver yeah. I think they lost Peppers last week as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're a bit all over the place um, talent-wise. But who are you, you, you picking? Raiders. I think uh, despite uh, the, the, the Ruggs tragedy, um, mm. I think they're a pretty good football team, uh, unfortunately having to d- uh, deal with a lot of adversity this season. Uh, I've loved mm. – I spoke about it before. Uh, Derek Carr and his leadership and his on-field play, uh, I think the Raiders get the away win here. Mm. So, early in the week uh, – Earlier in the week, I did pick the Giants, so mm. I put them. On. I thought this would be the straw that finally breaks uh, the Raiders back. They have, they have to drop a loss somewhere and they have to like uh, coming down to earth. But then after seeing some of the comments from Carr yesterday, I kind of maybe switched the, yeah. my thoughts around and was like, "Hey, they've um, you know he's he's definitely one to 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 bring the team together and of course steal them together um, to potentially you know they should go out and beat the Giants where the Giants are at. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't changed my tip. I still got it in there as a Giants. Um, I might regret that, but that was where my two thinking is. Uh, I've kind of can see both sides of the coin. Um, yep. uh, but I, I think this will end up being a pretty close game of football. Uh, Saquon news. Did you um, catch anything there? So reports are that it was a false positive test. Oh, uh, um, that's right. I did hear about this. Okay. Yeah, so I think they've had... That's big. I've got him in my other leagues, mm-hmm. Saquon, and he's been riding the pine since that ankle in- injury. So yeah, yeah. Um, Could he be good to go or is the ankle still... No, he's still listed as out. He has been with the team. I don't know how um, much he's been practicing. Yeah, False positives, man. That's 
Imagine missing a game because of a fucking false positive. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, Alas, um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, is, you've yeah. got the deciding tip here. Uh, Sean reluctantly has gone the Giants. I've gone the Raiders. Yep. Um, I've actually gone Giants as well. Okay. Um, Some value around it, by the looks. Yeah. Yeah, so they are underdogs leading to the match $2.47. Uh, the Raiders are favourites $1.55. Um, we do have a line of three and a half and total match points of 46 and a half. Hmm. I don't like betting on that, to be no, honest. No. But yeah. it's interesting to see it's what happens. Too many variables, I think. Too many variables yeah. in that one. Sunday, uh, into the later games, we've got the Chargers taking on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, we spoke spoke about the Chargers, uh, us putting the mickey on them, um, questioning if they were the best team in football a few weeks ago. Probably was a legitimate <laughs> question a few weeks ago. It just shows how much can change in yeah. the league Not in, anymore. in a few weeks. Um, the Eagles, they were also listening to the Esky after, I think it was just me and you that tipped the Lions to... Yeah. to Finally get, get off the donut. Get off the donut. The <laughs> Eagles were on a two-game losing slide. They were at Detroit. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Uh, they ran, ran for 236 yards and four rushing touchdowns. The defense went mental with six sacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hurts is showing that he can lead the team uh, to victories uh, without having to really throw the ball, uh, which is the big question mark on him, I suppose, at yes. the moment. The Chargers are a different beast, obviously, than the Detroit Lions. I have gone the Los Angeles... Less charges here. I think they bounce back and get a win at Philly. Yeah, same. I've picked the charges. Overall, I think the Chargers are a better football team. They should win this match. Um, the odds the, are quite close. Yeah, the yeah. Eagles are just see they they turn up when you don't expect them to turn up against the Lions, <laughs> which, <laughs> against which isn't saying much about <laughs> about what we think of them. But uh, obviously, yeah, put the Lions to the sword last week. Yeah. Yep. Just having a look at those odds, they are a little bit closer than I had expected. Amongst your tip and those odds, please. Yeah, yeah, I have gone charges as well. Um, they are favourites uh, leading into the game $1.79, um, only just with Philly out at $2.03. Mm. We have a line of one and a half and total match points of 49 and a half. I'd, I'd take the charges at that. I think that's that's pretty good value there. Yep. Uh, the big game, I suppose, for me as a Packers fan and maybe for all NFL fans, um, Packers at Arrowhead. Against the Chiefs, uh, we obviously spoke at length about Aaron Rodgers being out. Jordan Love comes in the first round pick from last year. Uh, they've got the the ten ten days. So everything outside of Aaron Rodgers has been good. You know they, they're coming mm. off a win against mm. the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. It's yep. a long ten day break. Uh, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard are back off the COVID list. So everything's outside of uh, the Aaron Rodgers uh, immunized. Um, uh, Controversy is is going the way of the Packers. Um, the Chiefs they did look scrappy, but they got the win against the Giants. They're four and four. We saw Derek Gore uh, get involved uh, there at yep. running back, and Tyreek Hill had a big game there. Mahomes just not quite looking like old Patty Mahomes. Leads the league in picks, I believe, with ten. Uh, yeah, double yeah. digits. Mm. So it's probably what he threw in the last two seasons combined. Yeah. Well, well, I think the joke floating around is um, that Madden curse has finally built up and has now hit him. So uh, <laughs> there you go. The last two two Maddens, he's been on the cover for both. So double double Madden <laughs> curse. Yeah, double whammy, and it's now coming home to roost. Um, and yeah, he's been struggling. But overall, I think Chief D stinks. Their offensive line is really struggling, mm. and Mahomes has mm. only got really two receiving options, and teams are just 
you know, doubling the shit out of them and mm. forcing Mahomes to really have to push, you know, force passes and push them into areas and like off platform as well. Yep. Um, which he's still really, really so good he, at. Like he was still doing Mahomes shit in this yeah. game, side yeah. arm, no law. Yeah. Like. But but they're forcing him to do that more regularly, which is gonna lead to more mistakes, which it has. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm not saying they've figured him out, but they Chiefs, I don't think this is the year. Again, they probably need to retool, add add to that offensive line, add to that defense and mm. Help out Mahomes. Hey, they could do with an extra receiving option, maybe OBJ. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another team uh, that could use um, you know some help at their wide receiver position. Tip: I've obviously gone the Packers. I'm not super confident without Rogers at Arrowhead. Yeah, I think I went Chiefs um, with the, the switch. For, I would have gone uh, Packers with uh, with Rogers, but I think uh, with no Rogers, I'll go Chiefs at home. Um, with a game that's probably going to have a decent score line, I reckon. Yeah, you'd imagine some points. Uh, both teams' defense not the best. Both teams mm. can score on the offensive side of the ball. Expect a lot from Aaron Jones, you'd imagine, and, and maybe AJ Dillon as well. To, well, they yeah, to they, be a they used him heaps in that, that Cards game. They, yeah, they wanted to pound the rock yeah. down their throat, and that was so. with Aaron Rodgers. So with Jordan yeah. Love getting his first start in the NFL, I'd imagine both of those uh, running backs have fantasy relevance this week. Yes, mm. uh, Monks, you've got the deciding pick here and uh, the odds. Yeah, um, yeah. So just back on Mahomes. So he has got ten interceptions this season. Mm. Last season he had six. For the whole season, and 2019 had only had five. So it's pretty so. close. So, so last two seasons he had 11, and then this this year he's got 10. So, yeah. not quite the old Patty Mahomes. I think no. a few a few of those picks weren't his fault. Like there was a couple that came out of receivers' hands and yada yeah. yada. But you can't really throw 10 picks and blame it all on on everyone else. So, yes. mm. yeah, not not quite uh, MVP Mahomes uh, this year. No, yeah, that's it. your yeah. tip and the odds. This is surpri- um, This is surprising how short the Chiefs are here. Yeah, yeah. So I have gone the Chiefs, um, unofficial sponsors, uh, sports bet. Um, <laughs> they might have get the sack. I haven't heard from them in, in a while. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> got to stop saying that. Um, they have got no love for love. They've got the Packers out at $3.75. Yeah. That's, Chiefs that's a long... Chiefs are $1.28. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, so Packers with the line, if you wouldn't mind. If, you, if you're giving me 10 points, I'd take yeah. that. Seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like it's like they're professional gamblers or something. It is. They must What's know something we don't know. Total match points? Total match points, 48. I'd take the overs. I reckon. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. I'd take the overs. It, it is high. Again, you can go and an alternate and drop it down to 44 or 45. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just pick overs of Chiefs. they got to score points to win and they yeah, take points. So. Yeah. After they just had a 20 to 17 win over the Giants. Shushy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Cardinals take on the 49ers in a massive NFC West matchup. Uh, we did just speak about them finally copping their first L uh, in the desert on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyler Murray is questionable. Uh, it'll be Colt McCoy who will step in uh, if he's no good. Have we? You've got Kyler as your fantasy yeah, so, quarterback, so probably following it. Yeah, so today the game day decision. Um, sounds like he's further along than Hopkins is. Uh-huh. So it looks like Hopkins is potentially not going to play in this game. Yep. Uh, so... That's probably the, the biggest news. Uh, also, AJ Green's already out for them. COVID uh, list? I think COVID, yes. Yeah. COVID for him because the, their team's been struggling with COVID a little bit of late. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, possibly looking at 
No Kyler, no Nuke, and definitely no AJ Green. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. that changes things. That changes things. Big time changes well, things. Because yeah. I had a look at the odds for this game and I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, way, way unders on, uh, on yeah. the 49ers, I thought. Because yeah. um, the 49ers on the other side, they've just come off um, a really good win against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, Bears being Bears, though. But Jimmy G, 300 plus, 300 plus pass yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo Samuel has had an unreal year so yeah, far as yeah. well. Top, their, he's a top five receiver so far. Yeah, as their top target. And then uh, Eli Mitchell as well um, really chimed in, mm-hmm. uh, showing his pedigree as well with 18 catches, for, 18 touches, sorry, for 137 yards and one tutter. So, again, we're doing this Saturday morning. It won't be Monday morning. Um, Till the game goes in our time, 48 hours. So these tips maybe take with a grain of salt. I'll go the Cardinals. Uh, but, yeah, if all three of those guys are unavailable, uh, you'd think the 49ers are a big chance. Yeah, yeah, flip flip it. I'd say if, if Kyler yeah. starts, you're probably all right um, for the cards. But if he doesn't, then, yeah, maybe the 49ers uh, should be your pick for this one. I think I, I've stuck with cards so far on my tips. Stuck with them. Uh, Monks has got the odds there that actually they've gone out to the to the underdogs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. inside in, inside of trading, <laughs> possibly. You'd think in this division they can't um, lose a game, especially to the Forty ers They they can't afford to lose. They can't it. afford to lose it. Yeah, well, well, seven and one. They, 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 they kind of can afford to. But again, you, you've got the Rams there that yeah. that are also seven and one. And the yeah. seat, you know, we we did ask how the Seahawks done. Um, without Russ, it seems like he's got the pin out already in his finger. He, he already passing, supposedly. So. Yeah, so he could be back sooner than expected, and mm-hmm. they're four and four. So I suppose you are yeah. right that despite being seven and one, it's the NFL. You don't want to lose games. So yeah. um, your tip, please, and the odds. Yeah, so I've tipped cards as well. Um, Good old curse this one. It is mm-hmm. three. It is. Th- three boys on an underdog. See <laughs> <laughs> so Colt, Colt McCoy come out and just smoke him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe it works the other way. Maybe when we all tip the favorites. They lose, but then when we all tip the underdogs, they win. Well, Detroit yeah. were the underdogs last week, and, yeah, yeah, that and was met, but that wasn't a fun. That, that that that, no, that was just us two more. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, What's yeah, the odds? So cards are underdogs at two dollars and ten cents at the moment. Forty ers at a dollar seventy four. We've got a line of two and total match points of uh, forty five and a half. Don't like any of that. It's two days away and we don't know who's going to be playing. So yeah, yeah. Just hope for a good game. Uh, Sunday night football, speaking of good games, we've got the mm-hmm. Titans, they're 6-2, and two, taking on those Rams, 7-1. and one. Uh, A big, big story and a sad one uh, at that. Uh, he was on pace for all kind of records. But the king, yeah. he is human. Derek Henry, he's got a Jones fracture in his foot. That is uh, fifth metatarsal for boys playing at home on the outside of the foot, uh, it leads to the pinky toe. You wouldn't think that that would keep you out for a season. However, it is, it's one of, it, it can be a bit tricky in the healing, this fracture. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like he would need surgery on it. Although I, I personally, I don't think his season's done here. I mm-hmm. think they make, they still make a playoff run without him. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the beast that he is, you see how hard he trains. He's going to rehab the fuck out of it. Um, I, I think we see him for playoffs, if not, um, you know, the last couple of games. I don't think it's season done, but it's season changing, obviously. Yes, it's, yeah. um, he, he's going to miss a big chunk of football. You'd expect at least six to eight weeks out with his injury. Yep. yep. Yeah, so 
following on from that, they had to sign some replacements uh, and then enter AB. <laughs> Adrian Peterson is back. All day, baby. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, they added uh, Foreman as well, who's been uh, in and out of roughly Texans. Texans and yeah. he was somewhere else, which I can't remember for yeah. the top of my head. Both big body uh, running backs. Yeah. So uh, they know what they like. Yeah. Um, and J- Jerry McNichols is the guy that is expected to start uh, this week. We saw him in the yeah. preseason. They've been using him a lot in the passing game, yeah. but not really built for that scheme that uh, that they run there with Mike Vrabel, the pound the rock mentality that yeah, I that suppose work, is work load it, they build that whole offense around a guy like Derek Henry. Uh, so will they have to make some adjustments on the offensive side of the ball? Sure. You, you probably won't expect them to pound the rock uh, as much. Um, yeah. that, that brings AJ Brown in, into it. He started off the season a bit slow with some injuries. Mm. He had 10 catches, 155 yards, and a touchdown last week. Um, I do think they mix it up a little bit here on offense. Could you imagine Adrian Peterson getting 20 handoffs a game at 36? Uh, well, he did it with the Lions when they yeah. picked him up. Was that last season or the yeah. year before? Yeah, he probably wasn't 20, but he was getting... Yeah, 15. He was yeah. getting a good workload. So. Yeah, and if there's anyone that can do it, like he is different. Like yeah, yeah. obviously one of the best running backs ever. If there's someone that can come in at 36, uh, you know, he's he's got the athletic yeah. pedigree to Didn't have to a be great year with the Lions, but we're still Lions. Uh, Titans and their offensive line. I think Adrian Peterson will enjoy yeah. uh, having having that in front of him. Uh, so, yeah, interesting to see how, how they use him in the season. I'm thinking, let's say this one, maybe 10 touches. Straight in and get ten touches. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Just see what he looks like with mm-hmm. with with ten touches straight up. Uh, the Rams, on the other hand, uh, they smashed the Texans. It was thirty eight zip at three quarter time, and then they sort of uh, let in some garbage time points. Cooper Cup. We talk about Derek Henry being on pace uh, for for uh, records. That's been taken away from him, mm-hmm. but Cooper Cup still on pace uh, for some some crazy numbers. Uh, yeah, Monks, have you got uh, Cooper Cup's twenty twenty one numbers there? Uh, I think he's got – has he caught 10 touchdowns already? Oh, he'd be very close. He might be on double digits. Monks will chase that up. Uh, have you heard anything about Von Miller? Is he, is he expected to play? Yeah, he should play. Straight yeah, in. He, yep. he probably would have played against that Washington football team, but it sounds like they had this deal in the works. So yep. um, they didn't want to risk him. Yep. Uh, but he's been in training. He's been training there. He's wearing number 40, which is the number he wore in, at Texas A&M. Oh, okay. Uh, bit so, of a throwback. Yeah, a bit of a throwback for him. So he looks After like he'll 58 be... 58 for a long time at Denver, was yeah, it? Yeah, 58 at Denver. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I think he's all good to go. And that defense is going to be unreal. I think Rams will win this. Yeah. I, th- and I think potentially comfortably as well. I think the Rams as well. Uh, two two I, touchdown lead. I think the tight. No, I, I, I'd go closer than that. Uh, Cooper Cup. Did you bring his numbers up? Yeah. Yep. Through uh, what are we? Eight yep. games. Yeah, through eight games, he's yeah scored ten touchdowns and um, receptions, uh, receiving yards, receiving yards. Yeah. Yeah, nine nine hundred twenty four. Nine hundred twenty four in eight games. Yeah. So last season, through oh well, fifteen games, um, he. Caught 974 yards and only three touchdowns. So he's already eclipsed or smashed it, smashed the touchdowns. And yeah. this week, you'd imagine he eclipses the, That's the receiving it. yards. Um, so on on track for for one of the great um, greatest ever seasons by a receiver. Uh, but in terms it, yeah. of this one, yeah, I think the Rams get the job done. I think I'm a little bit more confident in the Titans keeping it close than Sean. Uh, but obviously, a big ask with no uh, Derrick Henry. 
Uh, Monks, your yep. uh, tip and the odds, if you wouldn't mind, please. Yep. Uh, before I get to that as well, Adrian Peterson last season was averaging about 10 carries per game. Yeah. Um, 37 yards per game as well. So Take that as you will. So, yeah. not, a, not a great average, but also lines. Against the, yeah. yeah, behind that Detroit uh, offensive line. So maybe, yeah, straight into 10, 12 carries a game here for, for the Titans. Yeah. Uh, that being said, yeah, I've gone Rams as well. They are favourites $1.29. The Titans are out at $3.64. Um, we have a line of seven and total match points of 53 and a half. Jeez, that's high scoring. That's, that is high I'd scoring. say unders. In that. I, yeah. I would not surprise me if the Titans come out in this um, and their offensive image just gets blown apart. Like yeah. with that that defense, yeah. they're not going to be able to pay on the rock, and they're going to go after Tanner Hill. He's he's not gonna, he's going to have to force pass this to AJ Brown. I, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Who'll have Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, exactly. So I, I think they're going to really struggle. I reckon they might struggle to score points. Okay. Um, so I, I think the Rams will carry the the load for the points. They'll definitely be able to score. But yeah, I reckon this will be go unders. That's my tip. What was the line there, Max? You- the lunch was seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Rams is, is seven. Yeah. Take, take that. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, a massive, massive matchup there for Sunday Night Football. Yeah, probably one of the biggest games this week. Indeed. One yeah. that's probably not on Monday night, uh, although both teams still uh, with a good sniff uh, mm-hmm. for making playoffs. Uh, the Chicago Bears are three and five. They go to Heinz Field to take on the Steelers, who are four and three. Justin Fields is probably coming off his best game of the year so far of his young career. 103 rush yards and that insane touchdown. I'm sure you boys caught that. Yeah. Uh, I think it might have been number one on Sports Center uh, on Sunday night. Uh, made about five dudes miss, six dudes. Uh, you know, pocket collapsed. He went out right, double backed around to the left. Uh, yeah. Just no one could tackle him, and he showed uh, why the Bears believe he could be a franchise quarterback, at mm-hmm. least with his legs. Um, and he also threw for 175 passing yards and a touchdown. He did have a pick on a Hail Mary right at the end of the game. So Fields looking good. Khalil Herbert still looking pretty good there. Uh, Alan Robinson, a non-factor again. Poor bloke. Didn't all, get traded, so... Yeah, he's just th- he was another one um, that there was uh, a lot of rumours around him being mm-hmm. traded. So it looks like he's stuck at Chicago and we'll see a massive downturn in his numbers uh, mm-hmm. for the season. The Steelers coming off a win, a gritty win against the Browns, 15-10. Um, they, at the start of the year, we were kind of like, Big Ben looks old and slow and I think all of that's still true. Yeah. Although their defence is pretty... Yeah. Their defense is good. Fucking good. So, um, <laughs> and Harris has been excellent for them. Najee well. Harris, how good has yeah. he been? Yeah. He, he's maybe carrying that offensive load a little bit yep. as well. So, definitely in the conversation for uh, offensive rookie of the year. Yep, um, definitely. So, yeah, really helping Big Ben out, um, get into those situations that are a bit more manageable, and uh, we can use a bit more of that shorter passing game as well. So. I think they win here. Um, I think they go to five and three and make that AFC North look very spicy. Yeah, I agree. I've gone Steelers, Steelers at home as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Hinesfield, it's uh, hard to go in there and win football matches. Uh, so, yeah, I've picked the Steelers for me. Yep. Uh, I'll keep it quick. I've gone Steelers as well. They are favourites at $1.35. Bears are $3.22. We have a line of six and total match points of 39 and a half. Jeez, that's <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't touch. Like obviously, both teams are renowned for defence, not offensive play. Yes. Mm. Uh, the buy teams this week, Buccaneers, Washington football team, Seattle and Detroit Lions, all NFC teams there. Mm-hmm. Boys, yep. that's the NFL hour. Well yep. done. Mm. Um 
You know what, Monks? You brought a few beers. I might have a second one. What, what, <laughs> what, have, what have you got there? You got a few. I'm still struggling through this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what have you got? You got a few fruity ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, I do. Some liquid for me breakfast for you. While we start the uh, the final round, ding mm-hmm. ding, and it will be a long final round this <laughs> this week, admittedly. Yeah. A, a lot of little stories to throw in there. A lot of little stories <laughs> and some big fights. Yeah, big fights. The big news, of course, is the UFC 267 was on the weekend. Uh, we have a new. Uh, light heavyweight champion, Jan losing his belt to Glover Teixeira mm. uh, via rear-naked choke in the second round, becomes the oldest first-time champion in UFC history at 42. Um, what do you boys think of that? Unbelievable upset, really. Uh, all of us went Blahovic, uh, as did most of the fighting world. Yep. Uh, it was sort of hats off to Glover Teixeira just to be there at his age, let alone to go out and win it. I think we all we all slept on the ground game of, of Glover. Um, once, yeah. hit, you know, you, you get into a grapple or a, a BJJ, uh, you know, match with him, he probably does have the upper hand. Mind you, Jan is a black belt in um, in BJJ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just shows, you know, how good, you know, these Brazilians are. They, they, yeah, there, there's levels to it. So, exactly. Yeah. There's, there is. And, and once Jan gave up his back, um, Glover was on him. Uh, very quickly got in that rear yeah. naked choke um, and Jan tapped very, very quickly this as well. He wanted none of that. Um, knew knew he was done. So, uh, you know, of course drops the belt. Um, Glover's now got that. I think he's got, is it Yuri? Who's the number one? Um, Raha, yeah. Yeah, he's the... So, he, so, they haven't announced where this is going. They they could run this straight back to, to show Blahovich some respect. Yeah. Or Yuri Prohaka is looking unbelievable. Uh, yeah, they yeah. could they could just go Glover uh, taking on Yuri. Now at forty two, how many fights left does he have? In his <laughs> yeah, like, true. like if if he goes out there and loses the belt, do you call it a day? Yeah, well, uh, you know, at that kind of point, you, you start thinking about fun fights. But you look at that division; there's not really a. I don't think there's fun, fun fight like there's, or the, no or big money fight. You big money. Yeah. Sorry, is what I meant. Like, uh, so when I say fun from the aspect of a viewer, as in you want that, uh, you know, that Jake Paul type of fight, as, <laughs> as you will, something that's entertaining, and like a big I'm, names. But I'm glad we don't have any Jake Pauls in in the UFC. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I see what you mean. say. John Jones was still fighting exactly, a light heavyweight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. you, you want you want to put you pick and choose and like you something that's big no big name big money, mm. uh, but there's none of that in that division currently. Um, you probably blame Jones for that clearing out a lot of clearing that division. Yeah, yeah, because making yeah, making dudes retire really. Yeah, because outside of Yuri, there's not a really uh, good name there that. Um, yeah, we've got Anthony Alexander Smith. Rakic at three, Anthony Smith at four, yeah. Thiago Sanders at Smith five. Smith working his way back up, lost to Jones, Santos, lost to Jones, well, uh, yeah. Dominic Reyes, lost to Jones. Beaten so. just about all these blokes. <laughs> yeah. um, and then and then the guys that aren't on that list that that lost to Jones have retired. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah uh, and Enigma. And, and as well, how weird that Glover is 42 and is the light heavyweight champion when John Jones was 22 when he was the light heavyweight champion. Yeah. John Jones is younger than, than Glover. Like, work yeah. that out. Yeah. So it, it, that's a testament to, a, to how good feat. John Jones is. Oh, yeah. And he's, like we say, I, I don't want to say light heavyweight is probably the, one of the weaker divisions in the UFC 
talent or big name wise, uh, you probably again blame Jones for for that. For, you know, well, that, stifling all those guys coming through. He's, we, he's we, killed, killed we, off their momentum. We watch a fair bit of UFC. That bottom end of the top fifteen there in Jim Crew, Jamal. Well, Jim Crew's the Aussie. He's probably he's a bit of an up and comer, but he's still you know he's a long way. Well, They're not big way. names. Yeah, Brian Span. Yeah. These aren't big name fighters. Um, yeah, whereas, say, you go over to lightweight there and you've got a guy called Conor McGregor ranked ninth. Yeah. Um, well, lightweight's a killer at the moment. We'll, we'll talk about the upcoming Chandler and uh, Gagey fight. Um, same with Middlewell, well, those top 10 guys there. You you know, yeah. you've seen all those guys fight. And, and that top end of welterweight. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you do have a point, and, and maybe it is the John Jones factor in that, you know, after after Jones and we saw Blahovich, who was who himself was thirty seven when he mm. won uh, the light heavyweight belt. Yeah, uh, yeah, you've kind of got the, the 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 lower end of light heavyweight is lesser known guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, they're going to build up some talent there. So as you saying before, Glovo um, probably Yuri's. You know, he's the guy that's not. Oh, he's not been fast tracked. He's done it the hard way, but he's the the name that they're trying to build and uh, build around when it. He went about it uh, in a funny way, Yuri Brahaka. He actually got offered a UFC contract a few years ago and turned it down because mm. he didn't think he was good enough just yet. He wanted to keep working on his craft yeah. and make sure that he didn't come into the UFC, which is the, you know, it's called Ultimate Fighting Championship for a reason. It's the pinnacle yeah. of this sport. Yeah. Um, you know, sure, we've got the PFL and Bellator mm. and whatever, but everyone wants to get into the UFC. Brahaka actually took a step back and he said, no, I'm going to keep training. I'm going to keep fighting. Thanks. Thank you. But I'll see you in a few years. And it did him, I think, a world of good, yeah. and 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 has shot up through the rankings. Yeah, well, he's, he's had the two fights in the UFC, as uh, Monks just listed there, but mm. Vulcan and then uh, against Dominic Reyes, they're like they're both in the ranked within the the ten. Vulcan, I think, has dropped down now, but and we remember that fight against uh, that Dominic Reyes had against John Jones, where he yeah. went five rounds and. Nearly beat, arguably nearly, won that fight. Yeah, arguably won that fight. So for Brahaka to go finish him in two rounds shows he's immensely talented. So yep. yeah, it, maybe Brahaka will get the 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 shot here for I think for so. the that, belt. That's what they're angling for. So mm. um, we'll see how long it takes before they turn that around. But yeah, that was a that was the win in the light heavyweight division. Um, elsewhere, uh, the Russians, Russians had a good night. Uh, uh, Peter Yan defended his. Well, he, he's inter. It's interim. It's isn't inter. It? it was not really a defense because he was meant to fight Sterling to get the belt back. Sterling pulled out. Yeah. Um, Jan uh, defeated Co- um, Corey Sanhagen. Yep. Really dominated yep. the, the the entire fight. Won four of the five rounds. Um, doing very much what he did against Sterling. Uh, you know, with his boxing, his elite boxing, uh, and his um, mixed martial arts just really took over this fight. Uh, got got the. As you say, the interim belt. Uh, I think Jan said afterwards that in undisputed champion because he hasn't lost the belt. Like, oh, yeah, because yeah. you know, he lost. You know, Pick, uh, the dis- disqualification, of course. Picked his against, words. Yeah, against yeah. against Sterling. So they've that's that's the next fight to make. You got to unify that, and yeah. uh, everyone's going to be talking about Sterling r- running uh, mm. from Jan at this point. Mm. So we'll see how they go from here. Good on uh, Sanhagen uh, for taking this fight. I actually did think that fight against Dillashaw was possibly a little bit uh, more recent than, than it was. 25th of July, I just looked that up. So three three and a bit months notice. Uh, yeah, well, so, well, sorry, three and a half, not notice, three and a half months since his, since his last fight yeah. and a few weeks notice, really. Yeah, yeah, but also coming off a loss to then get thrown straight into this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's still a big name there. You know, TJ, of course, obviously... Didn't want it or didn't take it. 
Uh, and an, an excellent bloke. I think I've mentioned it before here. Um, like I've listened to him on Rogan, follow on Insta. Like he's just a bit alternative. He's a Den. Like I think he trains out of Denver. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, likes you know he's really outdoorsy and and, and quite articulate. So, um, yeah, commiserations to the Sandman and and Peter Yarn is, yeah, he's looking. He's really good. Yeah, so. he's looking really good. Um, and yeah, obviously Yarn versus Aljamain Sterling is uh has to happen is now. the one that has to happen. Yeah, either that or you know. Sterling keeps dodging. They might strip him, and then TJ, like I said before, TJ is the next probably one there in the conversation. And the, obviously, the, the bad boy yeah. TJ coming out of two years out with a with the EPO. Uh, yeah. So th- this division's kind of cool. Like you, you've got oh, interesting. You've got the good guy Sanhagen, yeah. who's who's coming off a few losses, and the bad guy Dillashaw, and then you've got Jan, who looks like he should be the the champ, and. Yeah. What what's going to happen with Sterling? So, yeah, yeah. lots of storylines. Yeah, plenty of plenty of stories uh, here. Um, and we'll talk about Frankie. I think Frankie Ager is still fighting that. He's, oh, he's old, but he. Um, I can have a look. Yeah, he's got a fight coming up tomorrow as well, and he's always floating yeah. around in the top of the division. Of course, losing to Sanhagen only recently as well. Um, and then the. The real star of UFC uh, 267, let's be honest, little Hasbulla. He, <laughs> he was in the octagon after the yeah. Islam uh, Makachev uh, defeat of uh, yeah. New Zealand's Dan Hooker. Uh, mm. Got him into Kimura uh, in the first round. Yeah. Um, Short turnaround for Hooker as well. I think he fought four weeks ago. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can I can give you the exact turnaround there. Um, the, what about the Dagestani? Like, like unreal. I think... I was watching a little documentary, I think I told you boys, a few weeks ago about Dagestan and, mm. and the wrestling culture mm-hmm. there. I think the population is like two million, two and a half million. It's a little tiny little state tucked tucked down mm-hmm. in uh in the very far south of, of Russia and they're they're just producing all these killers. Yeah. And I think Khabib's really on um Islam as well. Like really yep. he's, you know, mm. helps coach him, helps push him forward. So uh Thinking he could be the, and I, you know, big words to say he's the next Khabib, but that that's what all the chat is. Um, Mate, well, he's twenty. He's twenty-one wins and one loss. Yeah. So, and pushing his way through that light heavyweight, divi- just, light weight division. Yeah, sorry, just, just as, pushing his as, way up, as isn't Khabib he? Khabib has been. Uh, I'll give you where Islam is in that lightweight division. Four. He goes up to four. Mm-hmm. So only uh, Dariush and then Gaishi Poirier Oliveira ahead of him. Yeah. So yeah. watch he, out for Islam Makachev. And like I think uh, Oliveira's already booked for Poirier and then Gaiji's got Chandler this week. This so week, he's yeah. yeah, he potentially could get a winner of one of those fights. Uh and then I'll have a quick crack here at some of these names. They were all all Russians. <laughs> Alexander Volkov um beating Marcin Tobura, the t- two big heavyweight boppers there. Mm-hmm. And then uh Kamzat Chimaev uh getting the win against Jing Liang and uh Magomed Ankalev uh, beating Vulcan uh, Ozdemir there uh, in light heavyweight. So five Russian winners on the main card. Yep. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So we've got UFC 268. We yes. just watched the weigh-ins there. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone made up weight. I don't think there was any issues with that. So we're all good. Yeah, it didn't um, seem – it's sorry. kind of hard when you're podcasting and sort of following uh, <laughs> no sound, yeah. don't really know exactly what's yeah. going on. Uh, all I could see was Rogan in his, in his <laughs> bum bag in his, his, bum bag his <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Chaplin hat. <laughs> and his pink jumper. <laughs> and his pink jumper. Uh, yeah. It's uh, – because there was a few guys, I think, on standby for a couple of these fights, but it looks like all the main fights will go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the big one, Usman versus Covington. 
Yeah. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start at the top or go from the bottom? Uh, let's go from the top. Yeah, start start from Usman uh, and Colby Covington. Mm-hmm. Uh, their second uh, matchup, uh, obviously... Colby, uh, a polarizing figure. Let's yes, put it yes. that way. Uh, plays a character. Definitely. Plays plays a character. He came out in this suit yesterday, mm-hmm. which uh, got likened to a rainbow paddle pop. <laughs> and uh, Usman himself, he was wearing the the le- you know yeah, the the leopard. Yeah, they were both looking pretty loud. Um, but yeah, Colby definitely plays a character. He's he's an excellent fighter for one. Let, let's let's not take that away from him. But he oh, does no. have that WWE persona, so, yes. uh, bad boy. Mm-hmm. You know, make America great, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, <laughs> around him. Whereas Kamaru Usman just goes about his business. The Nigerian nightmare um, has what f- two title defenses now? Three? Uh, maybe more? Because uh, Kobe's bring, bring Kobe and Masvidal are definite for two, and uh, Burns. Yeah, and Burns. So three. three. And there might have been a fourth one in there somewhere as well. Like Monks, I'm sure, will chase that up. He is 19 and 1. He'll be heavily favoured in this one yeah. as well. Um, is anyone game enough to, to tip against uh, Kamara Usman? I'm, uh, I'll bring up some odds. Yeah, I think it, it'll be another elite fight between these two. They did go deep into the fifth round, but Usman's um, continued pressure and you know, like jab really took over the last fight. Uh, and you know, Kobe kind of weared that down. I don't think he was happy too. M- Colby, sorry, was happy too much with uh, that stoppage, uh, but he was getting beaten up. Do I see much different in this? Probably not. Um, I, I I think you're looking for another war here with um, maybe a late stoppage. Usman is a dollar thirty, and Colby Covington is three dollars thirty-two. Did you chase up how many title defenses Usman has now? Yeah, yeah. So he's got four. Four. Um, so who was the fourth one? We so we had Masvidal twice. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Masvidal was short notice. Mm. So yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah, 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 yeah. And then obviously Burns and Covington. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, four title defenses. I think he makes it five. A uh, dollar mm-hmm. thirty there in the head-to-head. Um, Max. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I don't know if dollar thirty is too short. Yeah, um, for a fight between two blokes, yeah, a championship fight, um, yeah. a championship fight which went the distance last or went to the fifth round. Yeah, it went yeah. deep last time. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you mentioned at the start, Covington's a, a good fighter. Mm. Um, by all means, I think yeah, I think that's that's short for Usman. Um, but yeah, definitely going to be interesting. Um, history between these two guys is just going to be electric big time yeah yeah and then another title bout we've got thug rose namahunas running it back against Li shang um we had kind of some weird lead up to this in the first one remember with uh it being billed against uh capitalism versus communism <laughs> yes. kind of some, uh, <laughs> some some interesting takes on it yeah rose obviously coming away with the win uh when was that fight what about it Nine was, months ago? Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like it was this year. So It was, defini- it was definitely this year. Yeah. And um, I'm quite interesting they ran this back straight away as well. Like I would have thought they maybe have had, you know, got Zhang to kind of work her way back into this a little bit more. Uh, uh, we've got Carlo Esparza, uh, yeah, Esparza who's yeah. quite good. But then outside of that, obviously... Uh, yeah, it's a bit quiet in that. Yeah, a bit quiet. And to be fair, uh, mm. probably not our uh, our forte, the women's straw weight, uh, going going deep uh, no, in, well, in that division. But uh, yeah. Esparza and, and Marina Rodriguez, we've seen a, a fair bit of there. But I think Mackenzie Dern's also yeah, kind Dern's of on the rise. 
But, but I'm not surprised they ran this straight back. It was yeah, it was massive, yeah. and the Chinese market. Uh, Dana oh, Dana definitely. thinks about dollars, science. <laughs> don't worry about that. That is also true. Yeah, so. yeah. And these these are the two biggest. Look at that list. They are the two biggest names left in that division. So yeah, again, doesn't surprise me. Um, I think Zhang maybe struggled a little bit with the mental game in the first one, and was probably a bit nervous in that fight. Rose the thug um, has definitely been better. Uh, coming back after her loss as well. Like, I think mm. she reinvented herself. Do I see anything different in this one? It's interesting that the Zhang is favourite in this. Yeah. this like, But it is ridiculously close too. So um, I think this could go either way. But I'm probably going to back the champion. I'll stick with Rose I'll, for this one. I'll go the thug Rose here, but I'm very surprised yeah. at those odds, uh, courtesy of our maybe on the outer. Uh, <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on, on the outer, never got back to our DMs. Um, yeah, Sportsbet's got uh, Weili Zhang at $1.80 and Namahunas at $2. So pretty hard to split them, but Zhang, a slight favourite. She She's coming off an L. She's 21 and 2. Um, so there's no no denying uh, who she is as a fighter. Uh, Monks, your thoughts? Yep. Um, yes, yeah, so they last for uh, 24th of April this year. Yeah. Um, so ago. definitely not long ago. Seven months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they have they have neither of them a foot. Since, I, I they? think they should be both be pretty fresh. Yeah, it's a it's a it's just just a straight rematch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, just going back to the last fight, it was a um, that was also the Usman Masvidal um, fight as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, geez, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, hard to pick. Um, probably even harder than the first one. Uh, what was, sorry, the, re- what was one. the result in the first one? It was uh, Rose by TKO or knockout? But what round? Uh, first round. First, yeah. So yep. that's why I think Zhang really didn't get into that. And that's mm. why I thought she was probably a bit nervous and Rose really just picked her apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Early. So, you know, hey, could all change. That Zhang, Zhang's got power. We'll have to see. Rose got power. Yeah. For, mm. for that for that size and that division. Very, very yeah. interesting. Very hard one to pick, this one. What's... Uh, other fights have we got on this card? So and Frank, is it a pay per view? Because yes. last week wasn't. Yeah, well, it was a it was a numbers, but I think it was a free pay per view. This one, I think, is a actual pay per. Yeah. I think I don't know. ESPN's been doing some doing some stuff. Um, of course, generating lots of money through the UFC. <laughs> so mm, mm. Uh, with their their plus, whether it was ESPN Plus, like which is subscription, uh, if you got that, then it was free on that. I don't. But know. then we get ESPN Plus on KO. Yes, so. I think. Yeah. Mm. Uh, us uh, boys uh, obviously always pay for a fight card <laughs> and yeah. do it the le- legitimate way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the who, so who else have we got on the main Frankie, card? Here? Frankie Edgar was the next fight. As yeah. we mentioned, he's a little bit lower ranked than I thought he was at mm. number eight there mm. um, yep. against uh, Vary there. So Marlon uh, Vera's coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thoughts? Frankie Edgar's a fucking he. he Frankie Edgar is old. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hard to. Pick in this one, maybe I'll go the veteran. Um, Frankie Edgar, of course, coming off, I think, losses. I don't think he's had a win recently um, for him. I'll go Marlon Vera. I think they're Ecuadorian here, uh, just on uh, a little bit of the youth card, although uh, I don't know how much we can play that card considering uh, the light heavyweight champion of the world. He's yes. 42 years of age. He's a heavy favourite there. He's heavily favourite. I hadn't actually looked at that just yet, mm. um, which is interesting. Yeah, Edgar coming off a bunch of, of losses, um, but, yeah, obviously a staple uh, in, what, what, in this division. What division is this? This is in Featherweight? Uh, uh, this is... Because I'm looking at their weights there. Maybe Vera didn't make 
weight properly. No, it's uh, it's uh, bantamweight. Bantamweight, the one below. No, so, yeah, so not Volk's division, it's like Sterling and Yarn. Yeah, no, Frankie's there at 142 and then 148 for... Isn't Bantamweight 135? It's, yeah, it is 135. I don't know if that's right because... Well, That's I, definitely what they're, they're fighting. Yeah, at. Mark's maybe you can find out in the background and see if Marlo didn't make weight and then Frankie didn't have to cut weight, um, which potentially is why they've given him such heavy favourite odds because he will be massive yeah. <laughs> for, for their fight coming into this. And then outside of that, we I'll just run through the other fights. Uh, we don't need to. Well, the, the, the interesting enough, the bot fight on the bottom of this card... Um, so there's another featherweight belt uh, in the middle there, but the one we should probably talk about is Justin Gagey taking on Michael Chandler mm. uh, down yeah. the bo- bottom there because that is two on five in the lightweight division, uh, which is actually a big... Which is weird it's at the bottom of the main card, isn't it? Yeah. We've got eight and 13 at bantamweight, and yeah. then you've got two versus five at light- lightweight, so get up early if you're watching because uh, that, yes. that will be a good one to watch yep. there. Yeah, yeah. Edgar and, and Vera are fighting at Bantamweight, so yeah, up, f- which is weird. Do you find anything, James? No, nothing. Sorry, da- down. Yeah, it's lower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lower than what they were saying, their weight. What they yeah, I just, I feel like that graphic maybe is not right. Oh, yeah. Although it is from the, the UFC, UFC website. Yeah, the other, the other weights have been spot on, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, there's been no news about no one making... Not making weight. Yeah, so yeah. I think that graphic's off. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, but talking about this Gagey Chandler fight, this, that's actually going to be a, a barnstormer fight, I reckon. Yeah. Like, um, both have got excellent wrestling backgrounds, uh, which potentially will cancel each other out and they'll <laughs> go for the stand up. Um, we'll have to see uh, how that goes. We know Gagey likes to have wars and, and bang bang, and Chandler came off out of a, the wrong end of a firefight with Oliveira in the last one. Mm. Uh, so, I like Gagey in this. I also like Gagey in this. Um, I think the uh, monks will just pull up the odds. I think the interesting thing will be if Gagey wins, mm. does he have to go through Poirier to get to Oliveira? Well, or, I think Poirier is already booked. For, that's already booked, isn't for, it? For um, uh, for Oliveira. Yeah. So maybe Gagey gets the winner of that, we, or yeah. maybe he gets. The, he might get the loser of that, or he might get um, Islam as well coming through. So the stack division, that yeah, lightweight. exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's depends on how they want to play it, how the title picture all plays out. But Justin's definitely putting his mm. putting his name in that. With, well, with a win, he'll definitely put his name into mm. that that conversation of like oh, I need to be next in line. The other fight there on that main card is Shane Burgos and Billy Quarantillo uh, in the featherweight there. Uh, 14th uh, versus unranked. I'm not sure why that one goes before Gaethje and Chandler. An interesting fight with um, Alaquenta and Bobby Green in the prelims as well is probably the other one to manage. Yep. Not too many other big names yeah, there not on, too many other on big the names prelims. That'll do us for UFC 268. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will run quickly through... Um, the last uh, little bits of news. Uh, we've got some AFL and NRL news. Uh, Jordan Degoe has been stood down uh, by the Collingwood Football Club 
following a, a, an arrest in New York, and yeah. by all accounts, it seems like he was being a proper dickhead in in this one. Yeah, um, all all charges have been dropped though, so that's good. That's good yeah. for him. For him, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um. So he's trying to clear his name and all all that, but yeah, he's over there because he's doing his um to be tra- training, training, like, like he's a, training. Yeah, professional. Yeah. He's at a you know um. What are they, a performance athletics place mm-hmm. over there? Trying to, of course, build himself up for next season. But, yeah, obviously. He, he got into a scrap, uh, yeah. uh, essentially. Yeah. Uh, had been touching. Grabbing some cheeks. Yeah, inappropriately <laughs> touching a female and then got in a scrap with, I think, the partner or her friend. Yeah. And uh, that's why he was arrested. And Collingwood, uh, he does have a few little indiscretions before this. Uh, they were pretty quick, pretty quick to uh, swing the axe, but... Uh, yeah. I suppose good so for... So him down but not cut him. He's still on their list, isn't he? Uh, Monks will be able to bring that up. I think, I, I, I think I he's still imagine. on the list, but he's stood down indefinitely. He's stood down indefinitely, so he hasn't been sacked. No. Yeah, he hasn't got the Tyrone May treatment. Well, do you want to talk about Tyrone <laughs> May? <laughs> well, well, that leads he, into he was on thin ice as well yeah. after that sex tape uh, from last year. Yes, and yes. Then and then his post-premiership what? celebration... Posts, yeah, yeah, yeah double post. That's all right. Double yeah. post. Yeah, on the, of course, on the Instagram, um, he's you know, so alluding to uh, his previous case cases essentially, mm. and yeah, Penrith said, hey, that's in breach of your contract. That's not on. So they they essentially get out of his contract scot free. Pick up an extra three hundred k, I think, or two hundred and something extra. And I'm extra glad cash. you mentioned that because that that seems a lot to do with it here. Yeah, yeah. Tyrone might have been um, a little bit expendable there, yes, and, and especially with, under some cap pressure. Yeah, and I think they're trying to re up um, Appy Coruscant at the moment mm-hmm. as well. So uh, maybe that helps them out. Of course. Um, was it Nathan Cleary came out in support of Tyra May on Instagram because they're good friends, mm. and yeah, you know everyone's making fun of them about hey, that's exactly what he did, and now he's gone. So <laughs> is there a double standard here or not? Well, uh, like going back to Aaron Rodgers and and you know yeah. there's different levels to this shit. <laughs> Tyrone May is not Nathan Cleary. Yes, so yeah, unfortunately. So. Uh, he loses a job there. I think he'll get picked up. Um, but he's got he, talent. He get yeah, up. He's, he's like, take Adam Elliott. Of course, he got picked up by the Raiders um, mm-hmm. after his uh, run in, in the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, he's you know they're, they're getting second chances um, uh, for some of these little indiscretions. But yeah, we'll we'll have to see. See what happens. What happened in the NBA, monks? Uh, how's the the tables looking um, for a quick review of where we're at in the NBA? We'll say your, week your Den- Denver Nuggets have had a bit of a slow start. Mm. Uh, where I think the, Jokic the has been struggling four a little four. bit with a, a few niggles, so that hasn't helped their chances. Yeah, although they're four at four, yeah. like early days. The jazz, the jazz are off to another heater. Uh, they're, they're seven and one and they love to play well in the regular season. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how that translates. Uh, postseason, the Warriors six and one. Uh, what, what is surprising actually is the 76ers after a slow start. Now, yeah. When I say slow start, I think they, they dropped their first two to kick off, but now they're seven to top yeah, of the division. They're, so. they're cooking, they're cooking. Yeah. Uh, still, still, still no, still still no, no Ben Simmons. Still no Ben Simmons. So uh, obviously they can play good yeah. ball without him. I think what's impressive though, Heat and Bulls both um, retooled, retooled and um, you know rebuilt their their teams in mm. the offseason. Uh, now up there, it's both at six and two, yeah. at two and three and in that division. So, yeah. Any Again, long, long season. Uh, Boston, Boston and Milwaukee probably off to slow starts as yeah. well there in the Knicks as well, maybe a little bit too. Four, four and five. And the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks at down four there. and five. Uh, but then 
Yeah, the bottom end of the East there with the Pacers, Magic, Pistons, nothing out of the ordinary there. The Pelicans are 1-8, and eight, and without Zion, uh, they look pretty ordinary. I think Brandon Ingram's missed a few as well, which yeah. doesn't help when you don't have your best two on the court. Uh, but they're looking very, very ordinary in the West. Uh, and the Lakers have sort of bounced back from that 0-2 start, uh, getting to 5-4. Oh, and it, four. it helps when LeBron's in the side. So. <laughs> it helps, it helps. LeBron missing games uh, is, is never good uh, for the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, back in full swing. Um, Pat, Patty Mills had a quiet week compared to his opening week, I mm-hmm. suppose. Uh, there for the Nets and still no sign of Kyrie Irving. Um, but yeah, we'll keep, keep an eye... On the NBA, I didn't get to watch too much this week. I must admit, bloody life was getting in the way. Um, but yeah, it's early days, and and we'll see. Uh, we'll keep tracking what happens there. Mm-hmm. Let's jump over to the Champions League. Our boys, Sheriff Tiraspol, they uh, they copped a, uh, an L to Inter <laughs> Milan. So after that dream start for the yeah, Moldovans, yeah. Uh, it looks like they're going to struggle to get out of that uh, stack group. Yes, um, Ronaldo saved United. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they went down. 1-0 and then Ronaldo equalised and then they went down 2-1 and then Ronaldo uh, got the brace to to save them and perhaps Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's uh, neck at the moment. A lot of speculation around um, around him. Uh, and Tottenham did sack their coach uh, during the week. Yep. Um, if you wouldn't mind, just, I don't think they've announced... Have they announced a new coach uh, just I, yet there at, I did the, see, at Spurs? You're going to beat me to it, Max. Um I did see some chat yeah. about who they were looking at for a coach. Um, off the top of my head. Keenasai, Marcelo, oh, Brozovic. Brozovic, where's From he? From Inter? Uh, Inter. The uh, Croatian mastermind there. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see see what happens there with Spurs. Uh, let's just go back to the Champions League, if you wouldn't mind bringing that up. There was a whole round of games, and we should have um, some yes. tables. Um, There's a whole round of games, of course, happening in the APR while you look into that. And from last week, uh, what we had at the moment Chelsea's one, Liverpool's two, City three, Hammers moving back up. They're mm. in fourth at mm-hmm. the moment, with Man United in fifth. Arsenal actually starting to win some matches and now in sixth position. <laughs> uh, Where's United dropped down to eighth? No, Man United's fifth. Ah, fifth, sorry. Sorry, yeah, fifth. So Arsenal is now into sixth. Uh, Tottenham's fallen down to 10. Leicester well, City's Spurs at 10 and, and no coach. Yep. Be interesting to see what happens there. Yep. Mm. Newcastle, of course, still in 19th. And Imagine North if they get relegated. Imagine if after spending all this money, they, they get, get relegated. Really really still haven't won a match, neither of the two bottom teams. Wow, we. So... Uh, the, the Geordies there waiting for their Saudi saviors to come in and spend some money on them. Uh, they're looking at those um, the tables uh, quickly The in the Champions League. Four games played, so two to go in the groups. In Group A, uh, City and PSG, uh, they're both through. Uh, Bruges and Lipstick will go there. Uh, Liverpool is through in Group B, uh, so then it, it'll, it'll be a battle, it looks like, between Porto and Atletico for that second spot. Uh, AC Milan having a sh- having a stinker, not quite the same team that they used to be in yesteryear. Uh, in Group C, Ajax is through, uh, and it'll be Borussia Dortmund and Sporting Lisbon uh, fighting out for that second spot. Uh, Besiktas, the Turks, they're gone. Group D, uh, that's that's where our boys Sheriff Tourist. But look, they're not gone yet. They're not gone yet. They after those two wins to start off, they've got two L's. They're sitting in third on six points. 
with uh, the big dogs, Inter and Real Madrid uh, in first and second. Uh, but, yeah, it's still, still alive there, the Moldovan. <laughs> it would be a good dream uh, if they, they were to get out of the group. Bayern Munich are the red-hot fucking favourites for this. Yeah. They are on top of Group E. They've scored 17 goals, two against. Uh, they haven't had a loss just yet. Uh, we did. Uh, I think you asked me last time we were speaking about the Champions League who my pick would be, and uh, this week uh, it's just uh, Bayern firming as, as looking like a really strong side. Yep. Barca, uh, after a sluggish start, they're in second. They should get out of that group with Benfica and Dynamo Kiev. Uh, going through to Group F, uh, United actually sitting in a joint lead there with Villarreal um, after yeah, getting saved by Ronaldo, as I mentioned before, with Atalanta and Young Boys uh, there. Group G is anyone's game uh, with Red Bull, Salzburg, Lille, Wolfsburg and Sevilla all in the hunt. And then Group H, Juventus is through and Chelsea looks like they'll go through. So we're starting to get a bit of a shape um, as, to, as to who's going through, who's looking good. Um, in terms of the English teams, uh, Chelsea and City probably looking the best, although, uh, sorry, uh, Liverpool yep. um, there and United looks like they'll get through. So it looks like all, f- all four uh, English teams will get through. So to finish up the show, we'll talk about some motorsports. Uh, there's an F1 race tomorrow night qualifying, of course, tonight. That is in mm-hmm. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that championship is heavily contested, as we talked about. Uh, yeah. We but I think we'll finish with supercars, uh, the Australian, say, top <laughs> motorsport uh, arena. It did The season did restart on uh, last weekend or was leading into – well, it was last weekend and there was a few races leading into it um, yep. over our podcast. Um, we thought it was funny. We should mention Anton Di Pasquale. Yes. Uh, has, <laughs> has the same name and the same nose as you, Peps. So, so poor <laughs> bloke. That was my grandfather's name, and he's my middle name. <laughs> yeah. uh, no D in, in so he's Anton De Pasquale. Um, but yeah, f- very unusual. That that's pretty close to my name. Right <laughs> yeah. He can drive a car. Yes, uh, he, yeah. he he had can. was he of the three races. I think he won two of them, and the third race he had to sit out because he took an illegal tire option. Mm. Um, so uh, that was right. pretty pretty good for him. Of course, coming back in uh, SVG, Shane Van Gisberg is leading that championship quite well. Uh, Interesting news for David Reynolds. He ends up in a bit of the Aaron Rodgers situation with uh, his uh, the cocoa? well, his alternative no. um, uh, uh, vaccination, uh, well, immunization uh, protocol. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, they they didn't buy it, of course, and uh, he now has to sit out the next three races. He did race last weekend, but then of course they have had to review his situation um they're not saying he's at fault but they kind of missed it and said well all the drivers need to be vaccinated he's unvaccinated um he now needs to miss the next three races while i think he gets vaccinated uh, uh, in that in that process he's do it as well? i'm not sure i, I think th- he's already got his first first, first. Yeah. so oh. he's like okay you forced me to right, i've got my yep. first and i'll wait now the, yeah. the the three weeks until i can get my second and then that point i can then come back and race so but uh, interesting because he's heavily in in the picture for title contention. Uh, he's been doing pretty well this well year, uh, but SVG I think's got the lead. But I th- thought that was an interesting note to finish us off in the motorsport yeah. world. I just want to go quickly back to Anton De Pasquale. I think you've really thrown him under the bus. He's a good looking rooster. Yeah, I've only, <laughs> I've only got the front profile. Oh, yeah, got to get the side on profile. Get the side profile. <laughs> if he's from the the boot, you know, the boot kicking the soccer ball. That the boys from there tend to have a bit of a schnoz on him. But uh, <laughs> he looks like a good looking rooster. Poor poor Anton Deepas. Well, 
Uh, I'll, I'll stick up for you, mate. I think you're, yeah, you're probably yeah. a bit more of a rooster than, than uh, myself. But uh, <laughs> good on you yeah. for getting a win. And, uh, and yeah, run uh, those names. Uh, yeah, fly the flag yes. for the Antons and the yeah. Pusquales <laughs> of the world. So back on Reynolds, I think it all sort of stemmed from the New South Wales government saying that he had to be vaccinated. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he's been out... Um, yeah, race to date, but then yeah, New South Wales said no, you've got to be vaccinated to to compete. So yeah. that's why he's gone into it. So I think more so to the point of wanting to be vaccinated. Um, so he's got next couple of races, and then towards the end of the month, there's also Bathurst. Yes. So uh, yes, so yeah. If you want to make Bathurst, yeah, so that was yeah. the big carrot at the end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, definitely. So that's it. Yeah, and of course that's coming up in what did you say a month's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah of end of end of this month. Yeah, yeah, because they've had to push a lot of their races back, of course, because they put the season on hold with all the cocoa in the east coast of Australia. And with that, we went full circle talking all about COVID. I think that should end <laughs> our show for today. Uh, thank you, lads, as always, for coming out uh, for a podcast, even if it is early on a Saturday morning. Right, um, a few Saturday morning beers went down. <laughs> okay, I can't tell you the last time I've had Saturday morning beers. I have yeah. had them in the past. Just don't tell the missus. <laughs> yeah, it's just on the internet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, uh, seriously, a bit of a quicker show uh, this week, but thank you, boys, for making it happen. Obviously, yeah. I, you know, yeah. scheduling uh, was, was a bit difficult this yeah, week. Yeah. Um, shout out to my yeah. mate. Boydo, back from the UK, we uh, caught up uh, for dinner Thursday night uh, along with all the lads. Hadn't seen him for a couple of years, so that's why we didn't go with the Thursday night. The usual time frame. The usual time, but I imagine we should be back to at least a nighttime podcast um, in the in the coming week. And yeah, we've got, uh, by, by next podcast, we'll have um, the semi-final pictures for mm-hmm. the T20 World Cup. Um, yep. We will have that F1 race. We will have UFC C- 268 yep. to talk about. Yep. Uh, obviously, the regular seasons uh, moving forward in the NBA and in the, in the soccer. Um, and a wrap-up, of course, of uh, of the week in the NFL. Yeah, definitely. Yep. That's it. Thank you, lads. Cheers, Thank boys. You. See you all next week. Good sesh. Okay. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Catch gotcha. Bye.